You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hey everyone, welcome to the Nerd Room. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. This is episode number 101. We'll be discussing 2018's most anticipated in nerd. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Troy. And I'm Sanjay. Welcome to 2018, gentlemen. Woo! Happy New Year to everyone out there in podcast land and listening to us right now. Welcome back to a fresh start, a fresh year. And with that comes a fresh slate of films. This year is going to be absolutely massive, not only in film, but in collecting, in comic books, and maybe even a little bit of TV watching. But before we get into all that, how was your New Year's, guys? Uh, mine was uh, pretty average. I passed it at 9.45. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, woke up in 2018. <laughs> nice, you slept for a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine was pretty straightforward. How about your guys'? Mine was not as exciting, or just as exciting as yours. Uh, I think I fell asleep around 11 and uh, just didn't really care. I was just like, it's just another day. Like, I know I'm going to have to get up early tomorrow with the little one, so it's just another day. Well, I kind of went a different direction. <laughs> um, after having a really intense December and moving and just my life's been absolute chaos with work and all that. I decided I'd have a little bit of fun, but it was, it's weird. Cause if you ever get like this adrenaline rush when you're either out at a bar or whatever, and you step out of the bar and all of a sudden your body just shuts down and all of a sudden you're asleep in a cab. Yeah. Like, that happens to me a lot. <laughs> that happened to me down here in my basement. I had a few people over. I didn't have that much to drink, but then all of a sudden I was like incoherent. <laughs> so I, at midnight, I managed to step to midnight, watched this really weird countdown from our mayor. And <laughs> then I wandered upstairs and fell asleep on the couch. Wow. And nice. like my wife was down here till like two or three with the rest of our friends. I, was upstairs, <laughs> I woke up, had no idea where I was, what happened. Like, and I don't like, I don't drink hard alcohol. Like I drink light, light beers, like almost water. Yeah. <laughs> and I had like maybe six and I like, I don't even know what happened. Were you so, drugged? I'm a little I, bit concerned for your safety. I, I'm a little bit too. I never even thought about it. I just took it as my body just was like, okay. Let's relinquish all of 2017, all that weight you're carrying right now. We're just going to take it all off right now. And my body just went slumped down into just a puddle. Maybe your wife drugged you. Maybe. Maybe she just didn't want to hang out with me. I'm done with you for 2017. But guys, while we're sitting here talking about 2017, before we jump into the future, into 2018, and talk about our most anticipated films for the year, our nerdier resolutions, and some about collecting and comic books, Troy and I have a little something to do here. We have our Sithmas gifts from the Commonwealth Exchange. And unfortunately, we didn't get to open them last week, but we're going to open them right now. And I'm going to throw it to Troy to start here. So rip open that package, my dude. All right, here we go. Here we go. So this is the last of the Sithmas gifts to be opened as far as I know. What could oh, this we need be to play right dramatic here? music. What could this be, man? I think oh. there's a little bit of a spoiler's last episode <laughs> of who, uh, who hooked it up right here. So let's see. Bet you it's a signed picture of Sanjay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Sanjay. <laughs> Coming there. soon to a t-shirt. 
man. <laughs> that should be our like promotional material. This is packaged wow. pretty well, eh? Priority mail. Holy smokes. Oh man, what do we got here? Almost there. Oh man. What? Look at that. It's a Vader. Dude. It's Vader. Oh my god. What? And it's so. Oh man. I saw this online once too. It's so. Con oh man. Is that signed by the artist? Look, look at that. It looks like it is signed by the artist. That's awesome poster. That is Dude. crazy. Holy smoke. So is this is this from the man himself? Is this from Corey? This is. This is from Corey. <laughs> oh shoot. Chopper City. No. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, man, thanks, dude. This is huge. I'm, this is going up in my nerd room instantly. I might even have to stop recording right now. <laughs> and, uh, this is so cool, man, because you got like the the Twilight Apprentice here, basically episode, right? It's brilliant. Back. That's that's awesome. Then you got Vader rocking the Rogue One episode four armor. Man, that's perfect, dude. Thank you so much. This is this is going up in the nerd room. I'm gonna take a picture of it. I'm gonna show it to you guys all in the. On the Twitter page, so sick, so grateful. That's Thank beautiful. You. It looks awesome, really right? good. Right? Pass it around here and let you guys. Well, you, know, you pass it to me. That. You're not going to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> Except you're a pretty big guy. You could probably just take it from me. But, uh... That is so sweet, man. <laughs> oh, it's like dope. my favorite episode of Rebels ever, right there. So good. Original art too. Yeah, just beautiful man. stuff. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's crisp. It's clean. It's. it's That's awesome. I can't wait to see that up with your Vader collection oh, too. Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna have to frame those guys and put them up. Looks so cool. Corey, man. Thanks, dude. Huge. That's awesome. That's sick. <laughs> Wicked. All right, I'm going to crack mine open here. And thanks to Customs, oh, shoot, I do man. know who this is from. <laughs> <laughs> this came from our, our wonderful brethren over in the UK. Is it tea and crumpets? <laughs> <laughs> see what we got here. Oh, sick. Oh, man. What is this? Oh, this guy. He knows me. <laughs> he knows me. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Praetorian Guard Funko Pop oh. from Last Jedi. Holy shit. We got Paige, three and three quarter inch. Oh, man. And Rose. I didn't even know they made a Paige. Yeah, Paige Holy and Rose, wow. three and three quarter inch. Oh, man. Honest to God, don't have any of these. Wow. This is brilliant. That's and I, sick. like I said, I know from the customs farm, it's from our dude Rob Wade over at Talk Star Wars. So, Rob, thank you very much. This is awesome. This is going to look so sick. I've got Kylo and. The first or stormtrooper. I've got everything else except for these two. Actually, that's. I was crazy. waiting for them to go on discount, and I don't have this Praetorian guard. Praetorian guard. Oh man, thank you so much. This, that's the best part about doing this exchange is that everyone got something so unique and so personalized. Like I'm a big collector of Funko Pops, three three quarter inch. You know, Corey looked at you and got the the Vader. Oh, so good. I wear shirts, so. Well, and then and <laughs> it, it kind of the thing I liked about from what Rob gave you is that. It fit your style, right? It was it was very much towards kind of the movie buff in you, but also had kind of this this Star Wars outline. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> like I'm gonna wear it to every Star Wars movie from now until episode thirty two. <laughs> so this is a great tradition. I'm glad that we did this as a whole, as the Commonwealth. So make sure to go check out the other Commonwealth podcasts and hear them open their systems. It might be a bit past the time. I know some people things were trickling and as they as they went through into the new year and that. But this is a lot of fun, and it was a great to get people talking and chatting about different things. And it's something fun. It's a little bit of anticipation and something that we can all link the podcast up with, too. So, again, thank you to everyone that partaked in the Star Wars Commonwealth gift exchange, Sithmas 
gift exchange. I have such a hard time with that word. <laughs> just too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that puts a nice cap actually on 2017 for us. And now we're only looking forward. We've pivoted from the past and now we're going into 2018, which is going to be an absolutely huge year, not only for Nerd, but also for the podcast. We teased last week a couple of new things that we we're trying out and looking forward to revealing on this week's podcast. And so we have two things here. We threw up a poll on Twitter to determine our next retrospective series. As of June 2018, we are going to be finished with the MCU retrospective as Infinity War drops. And we're going to continue with the Marvel movies, of course, doing our normal weekend of release reviews. But now we want to start something else, another monthly show where we can pick up on the retrospective and that, that hole that's going to be left by the MCU being completed. And we threw three franchises up, the Dark Knight trilogy, Terminator, and Jurassic Park series. And overwhelmingly, the choice was the Dark Knight trilogy. Nice. Good, good pull, Troy. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Yeah, so Thanks we're going to be looking voting. at the Dark Knight trilogy come June. Now, one question I want to throw out to both of you. Buddy Brad was in town from Toronto. He was just scooted by for one couple hours the other day. I was pathetically hungover. And um, <laughs> he asked if we were going to expand it to do the whole Batman series. Wow, I like that. Whoa. Like that's Batman a, a 66? Yeah, start from 66 Ooh. and go right up through Returns and Robin, Batman and Robin, and then finish off with the Dark Knight trilogy. I like that. Oh. So what are you guys' thoughts on that? That expands it a bit, and that yeah. maybe limits us, us to doing more different franchises like we also had someone suggest me back to the future which i'd love oh, to do that's Dubaka on twitter show yeah and nice. yeah i don't like i'm i'm wondering maybe let's think about that but definitely we're gonna do the dark knight trilogy yeah mm-hmm. and maybe we'll expand it out because that puts us from three films to seven or eight um can we still do batman v superman again no <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna say as long as we're not covering the dcu <laughs> every batman film troy you can you can go and catch our review of batman vs superman in episode something back there. and hear about it in episodes one through 100 yeah. <laughs> and 101 yeah <laughs> so if we do all batman films are we going to include then batman mask of the phantasm that's exactly what i was thinking yeah we have to because that's one of the best to. ones of right all okay the films. so maybe yeah. we'll do a bit more of an expansive review cool. of batman in general Batman. Cool. And yeah. maybe we'll see. We'll count the months out that this releases, and maybe we'll end up running into the Batman or something like that at some yeah. point. Probably, Probably not, out. but maybe. It'd Who be knows? pretty cool, though, because essentially all these films would lead into the Nolan verse, right? Like, yeah. yeah. All those films, like the failures, led to like Christopher Nolan stepping in and, and making that awesome trilogy. Yeah, and the yeah. influence on them yeah. and the individual. Yeah. It's nice, too, because you guys start with Burden and Schumacher. And well, then, one of the 66. No, yeah, oh, West, yeah, man. Adam West. Yeah, yeah. Gotta do uh, the pea size. Yeah. Happy dance. Sometimes, you know, there's not a good place to throw a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, it's an interesting film. <laughs> I have not, I bet you I've not seen that in decades. The <laughs> that, 66? Yeah, if at all. Yeah. I've good. seen the original TV show, but oh, yeah. nothing beyond that. I, I gotta admit, I always loved that Batcave. For some reason, the Batcave yeah. and the phone. I, I agree. Always yeah. loved those things. Like in when the, up the, you pull the head up and push oh, the button and the elevators okay. or whatever, the poles. It's yeah. so cool. In The Dark Knight Rises, actually, you can see that phone in the background of, uh, what's his name? Robert Blake? No, uh, not Blake. Uh, Blake uh, Robin. Oh. His, oh. Uh, John Blake? Yeah, John, John Blake. Blake. Robin yeah. Blake, yeah. 
uh yeah robin john robin blake yeah <laughs> his uh his place there's the phone in the background so it's really? all connected to the same universe. yeah yeah nolan said he was a big fan of 66 so of course yeah and the other thing that we wanted to discuss here and maybe open a forum a bit we're tossing around this idea and we teased it last week as well of a, a new podcast and we're maybe trying to to rearrange our schedule more to fit in a couple more monthly shows and one thing that we had tossed out there actually troy had tossed out there that we both really liked the idea of is the nerd room detours now this is a kind of a new podcast idea that we had that is just going to try to capture some of the banter that we have before and after the show. Some of the unfiltered stuff and some of the stuff where we're just kind of going off on random tangents that isn't exactly structured in the same way. So it wouldn't be an overly structured podcast. It'd just be trying to capture just maybe more candid talk about random things that maybe aren't very specific to Star Wars, Marvel, DC, or kind of an off-the-cuff discussion on whatever, a film that we saw that doesn't really fit or conform into kind of the main podcast series. So that's something that we're talking about doing here. And we're actually, we're going to do it. It's just when we're going to do it is the next thing and how and what the format's going to look like. So we're going to try to get some banter before and after the la- the next couple episodes and try to jam it together and see if we can get something that is at least coherent. And we're going to be restructuring a bit. There's always going to be the Thursday Nerd Room episode for sure. We've got a Rebels after show. We've got the retrospective series. And then hopefully now the Nerd Room detours where we'll be looking to put something together on the schedule where we have maybe two monthly shows on top of our normal weekly releases of the Nerd Room. Now, Troy, do you want to elaborate a bit more where this idea came from? Yeah, you, you basically covered it, man. It's just kind of like, you know, way back, I think it was on Teletoon, there was um there was a segment called Star Wars Detours. And it's just kind of, as a kid, it kind of felt a little more underground, a little darker into like, I think the Clone Wars animated series. And it just felt a little more adult, I guess you could say. And um, I don't know if we have much of a kid audience anyways, but I just feel like it'd be kind of <laughs> cool to pretty much do exactly what you just mentioned. You know, we might drop some F-bombs here and there. Who knows? We don't, we don't know what's going to happen a on this show. A little X-rated. Yeah. X-rated. Well, some days always X-rated. So. The, the porn bots. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help so it, guys. They'll have a home. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, finally, we're influencing them. <laughs> no, we'll go that crazy, but I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun just to, like like the, the name says, take a bit of a detour from yep. what we do on a weekly basis and even on a monthly basis with our film reviews. And we may try to fit in maybe more candid discussions of movies like Dunkirk or something yes. like that that we don't really cover on the main cast because that's not really the focus of it and just try to do a bit more of something a little different try to expand the podcast without really doing too much extra work on our end <laughs> yeah I'm all about you know more output for less work <laughs> <laughs> well it's all the discussions that we have anyways right we yeah. usually have about half an hour before half an hour after the podcast yeah. where we're just talking about random things as we're kind of getting ready to sit down and actually podcast about Star Wars Marvel and DC exactly. so why not try to capture some of that and just like the name says take a little bit of a detour from what we normally do so watch out for that watch the Twitter feed and the Facebook page for that we'll be announcing and kind of rolling out this a bit slower than normal as we're trying to catch up with the MCU retrospective series and try to actually find a format that this fits into as far as scheduling and all that so we're going to be expanding again with the nerd room in 2018 we try to do this each and every year and do something a little bit different and see what lands what sticks kind of just not so much throwing everything at the wall but trying to throw something and be a little bit more creative we're always looking to expand those creative horizons and all that and this seemed like a logical path after troy kind of threw this at me over on christmas (laughs) so that being said 2018 now now, the podcast is going to be doing some different things, and everyone always has a resolution. And we like to call these nerdier resolutions. What are you going to do different 
in nerd for 2018. And we're going to throw out our three nerdier resolutions. And we'd love to hear from you guys. What are you planning on doing different this year? How are you going to collect different? What books are you going to read? What are you going to commit to as far as film watching? We'd love to hear. You can always throw us an email at thenerdram at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook and let us know what you're doing in 2018. What is your nerdier resolution? And we're going to give you guys ours right here. I'm going to throw it to Sanjay first. What is your number one Nerd your resolution. You got this? I'm going to actually start collecting home movies. VHS? No, I'm just kidding. I already (laughs) do collect VHS. (laughs) Uh, What I'm going to do is my goal this year is to pick up 52 steelbooks. That's one a week. I think it's manageable. I don't know how many I got last year. Maybe 100. So this is cutting back a bit. (laughs) In half. (laughs) A minimum. Is you're saying a minimum of 52? A minimum of 52. 52 is a nice round number. Yeah, it's round. Yeah. And where do you find these? Just all Best Buy or? Best Buy, on my travels. Yeah. You know, it's like at, I, I go to, you know, the Goodwill store sometimes has them, uh, flea markets. So just wherever I find them nice. and uh, trying to locate them, trying to get good prices on them. And uh, thanks to Tim, I'm now addicted. So, uh, Tim, you're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a very good one because I want these to be, as they're called in the professional world, smart goals. <laughs> so specific, measurable, attainable, relevant or realistic, and timely. Yeah. So something you can actually point and say, look, I did this in 2018. So that's a good one. I like that. Troy, number one. Yeah, uh, keeping it comic books, man. I'm, uh, I'm going to try and cut down um, at least two or three pulls from my comic list out of like my 10. And um, I don't know exactly which ones those are going to be, but I want to cut those down and actually start investing more into the trades. Uh, just because one, like I love reading trades, you know, like four or five, mm-hmm. six issues even in there, and they display so well. Yeah, especially yeah. when I got some hot toys coming up. Oh. You know, I display them with the books. So um, yeah, definitely cutting back on some of the tr- um, the single issues and investing more into the trades for my comic books. That's a uh, Marvel, right? Like you're not gonna get rid of your DC brethren. Are I, you? you know, I like Superman, but I might have to cut Superman, but just go as a trade. Yeah, because I'm so far behind. But I really do like the, the Superman. Kryptonite. Universe, so. Kryptonite in my heart. Like, forget about the death of Superman. This is the most shocking thing to happen to Superman since Nicolas Cage almost Boom. played. Oh, <laughs> bullet on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My number one on my list here is read or, I get in brackets here, listen to a minimum of four Star Wars books this year. I really fell behind, especially in the last six months with my stars reading, keeping up with canon, and I want to get back into that. So I'd really like to try and make the time throughout the year. So that's what, you know, a book a quarter, more or less. Yeah. And I think I can manage that. A book every three months and try to keep up. So i got to decide which books are going to be. But given the Thrawn, i got to finish Thrawn, of course. Yeah. And then I want to see what comes out next because one of my predictions here is that they're going to drop some either Snoke or Luke Skywalker, either book or something to that yeah. effect to fill in that time. Because now that they've made a lot of those reveals in The Last Jedi. They're not waiting till the episode nine to, to reveal who Snoke is. They can go back now and fill in a lot of that time. For sure. And so I'm looking forward to them doing a bit more of that. But that might be, or I might try to catch up just with what I've missed in 2017. So number one is read minimum of four Star Wars books. Well, That's I can it. help you out, Tim. What I'll do is I'll get the books... And I'll record my voice reading it for you. And, you know, having my inflections and my tone. And then you can listen to me reading you Star Wars. The Nerd Room Audiobooks. <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant idea. You can find it on Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> the Nerd Room Detours. I'm, I'm sure you'll have all the full pronunciations of the yeah. names, too. Snoke. Eh? <laughs> uh, Luke Skywalker. You're golden. Ray. 
Admiral Erkbar. <laughs> You're pronouncing it wrong, okay? It's Erkbar. <laughs> All right, Sanjay, your number two nerdy right. resolution. My number two. This may come as a surprise, but uh, I want to pick up one Marvel book, just one, one a month. No tie-ins, you know, nothing too out there. Something of the darker variety of Marvel. Something like a Ghost Rider, a okay. Blade, a Giant Size Man Thing. That's an awesome name for a comic. <laughs> Something like that, where it's like vampires, kind of horror esque. I don't even know if they're putting out a Blade or Ghost Rider or Man Thing, but Morbius. Uh, Morbius. I, I, I think there is a, a team up of Blade, Ghost Rider, because it's kind of like a Midnight Suns, but I don't think it's called that. But I think there is something like that right now. Oh, perfect. Going on. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm gonna take your word for so it. You're gonna take the leap. Yeah, I'm gonna take the leap. I'm gonna you know make mine Marvel. Well, one of mine Marvel. Brilliant. Troy, I, what do you got for number two? Um, I'm cutting back, man. Um, after. After May, after we got Infinity War, I think I'm fully stepping back from the world of Marvel Legends. I think I'm pulling the plug on those guys. Um, they kind of have been, um, I don't want, really want to say a disappointment, but I feel like they've been lacking certain things. And I don't necessarily like the direction of the build of figures. I don't necessarily like the, the direction they've been going with uh, with the lead, uh, with the females, with the female figures. They, they've been lacking articulation. They've been recycling the same heads. If you look at... um. I think it is Black Widow. They used the Mary Jane head on her, and I'm like, that's that's kind of whack. It's pretty, <laughs> you know. So uh, just well, like no that female kind of superhero me. will ever do well in a film. Like, so why even bother putting them in there? <laughs> I sense a little sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 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 for those reasons, I'm stepping back. I, the black uh, the black series has been great. I mean, they've been stepping up big time with the the new like 3D paint for the heads yeah. and all that. So sticking with there, but I'm cutting back on the Marvel Legends after Infinity War. I'm pretty sure we'll get a pretty sweet lineup. Yeah. Of figures then. I'm and, hoping so. Yeah. Yeah. Big, nice, big Thanos. Oh, yes. Yes. The gauntlet. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of gauntlets, did you see the gauntlet in DC Metals? The no. number four, the Batman Infinity Gauntlet. The Batman Infinity Gauntlet? Batman has an Infinity Gauntlet where he has a gauntlet and has all the different colored rings as the Green Lantern cores. Oh. So it's like green, yellow, pink. Red. Yeah, red. Jeez. Check it out. Another another now. DC copy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, boy. Well, they wanted to call themselves Marvel. Who's writing comics, it, Bendis? But, uh... <laughs> Just wait till Stan Lee comes back. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, my number two here along the collecting lines is I want to begin collecting or restart collecting my Star Wars vintage figures. I've got about 50 or so figures themselves. And I want to get at least 10 new figures. That's the number I'm putting on it. 10 new vintage Star Wars figures to add to the collection this year. I'm going to be turning to some of the guys over at Talk Stores to help me kind of align as what I should be getting and what I've got and kind of how to maybe expand the collection a bit more and try to get some of those harder to get figures that I am missing. So there's, I think there's about 96 or so in total. And I've got about half them. This is all the Kenner line? Yeah, the Kenner. The pop the, colors? Yeah, the original Kenner line. And I'm not looking for anything that's like high grade. I just kind of want kind of the, the bashed up figures. Something that looks okay, but I don't need something that's super high grade or on card back. I like the loose 5 POA figures in that line. And yeah, I really want to get back into it. Because that's what really got me back into stores collecting. And in about 2005 or so was the vintage action figures and going back and collecting them with my dad yeah so i kind of feeling a bit reminiscent there and I've, i really haven't done much of it 
over the last couple of years because I've put so much focus on other newer Star Wars collectibles. And this year, I've got this real feeling, and some of it is Mark's fault over at Talk Star Wars. He's, <laughs> he's recently got into it, and I kind of got intrigued again, and I pulled my figures out when I was moving here, and I'm like, I'm going to build a big shelf for them, and I want to get start. I want to get the whole collection loose at some point here. Sick. So I'm going to start in 2018 driving towards that full Star Wars vintage line collection. Not the new vintage line collection that's coming out in spring of 2018 <laughs> but the actual 1977 through early 80s wow. action figures nice all right number three last one sunday right. for you for this year we have beautiful movie posters all around your room tim yeah and you know there's about 30 dc films that have been released to movie theaters one of the goals of mine is to try to get all those films the movie posters of them so I have about 10 of them right now, um, all five of the DC Extended Universe, the Nolan Trilogy, all three, Superman 2, Superman 3, uh, Batman Returns, Batman and Robin. So I'm lacking quite a few. My goal is to add four this year. Definitely Aquaman will be a pickup. But I want to get some of the older ones, like the first Superman the movie, the first Batman, uh, maybe like even like a Green Lantern, like whatever i, I want to get them all so i have to eventually pull the plug and get a green lantern so my plan is to get four dc comics movie posters this year awesome nice yeah, you get that basement man. finished yeah <laughs> that's a 2025 project <laughs> <laughs> all right troy your last and final nerd year resolution yeah I'm, I'm gonna cheat here a little bit i'll sneak in a second one but um basically i'm, I'm going in with the hot toys man i, I got the anakin coming out in july and I want to get my hands on maybe a Vader or a Homecoming Spider-Man, one of those guys. Nice. And I uh, walk that dark path. And I also want to step up my um, my movie score game a little bit more. So, again, I want to get back and collecting some of those CDs. You know, I want to get The Last Jedi uh, score. Because, actually, I, anything in that movie, I really love the score. I think it's, like, one of the best scores we've had. Got right behind right. you. Oh, oh, yeah. Look at that, man. Dude, you know, that's... Oh, that's fresh. What'd you get at Sunrise? Uh, I know. I got it for Christmas. My oh, okay. Got it for me. Well, there you go. So I'm sure, yeah, Sunrise. There you go. Well, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely going to walk that line, man, and, and get some more scores. Have you ever thought about going into, like, the vinyl? Like, I, I really, that's something that's, cool. like, on the tip of my purchasing fingers at Hipster. this point. Hipster. Well, I, I, I've got, actually, I've got um, the original Star Wars on vinyl. I've got Empire Strikes Back on vinyl. Whoa. I've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 on vinyl. Nice. Um, Dude. So I've got some, like, I've, I've got a small collection and I've often thought, like, it is, sure, a bit hipster or whatever, but <laughs> I, I like the sound of vinyl records, and I just like the look of it, like having it set up even in here or out in the other area. Yeah. I think it's really cool, and it's unique, and it's it's kind of a nice piece of, you know, physical media yeah. that you can listen to. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of taking you back to that nostalgia. That's what a lot of Star Wars is about, right? It's nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I didn't grow up in an era of listening to records, but I like to think that I would have really enjoyed that if I had it. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I'm right there with that. I don't really know if I want to go down that path yeah. because it's just another avenue of collecting <laughs> that I'd have to get into. So I, I don't know. I, I, I do like that. It's yeah, cool. It would be pretty I, sweet. I do like that one. And I've actually been playing with the idea myself. I really like the Man of Steel score. Oh, I love that one. And Batman vs Superman score. So I've been looking to get those two. So, you know, if you're picking up some soundtracks... Let me in. That's Let all Hans Zim, eh? Hans Zimmer, Zimmer and uh, Junkie XL. That's right. Yeah. That's right. 
I do like that that Superman theme. It is good. It's haunting. It's so good. We need to do like a top scores in movie episode or something like that. I'd be down for Star Wars wins number one. Star Wars, (laughs) Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones. Back to the Future is good. It's all, uh, what's the guy's name? John Williams. John Williams, yeah. Yeah, John's. Yeah, man. Indiana Jones. Yeah, he kills it. (laughs) Yeah. All of them. Yeah. All right, my number three for this year, my final nerdy resolution is... Like you, Troy, I want to revisit my comic book pull list. It is really lagged, but I want to put four to five comics. That's it. I want to read a solid, short pull list. Of course, one's going to be the Darth Vader ongoing. Yes. Of course. And I've got to pick four more comic books I'm going to slot in there. And now that does include the random pickups like Storms of Crate that's coming out or it just came out and the DJ comic and kind of one shots and mini series, but four four to five ongoing series. So I'm probably going to try to slide in Cap, couple star wars and one or two other marvel books and just keep it at that because i found the one thing that was always weighing me down with a huge pull list like 10 to 15 comic books is that i never had enough time to do everything and read them so the books that i really loved i fell behind on because i was trying to keep up with so many other things so having a really defined pull list i find is going to allow me to get back into comics and really enjoy the comics that i'm reading and then if that starts to lead into a few other things that's okay too, but I need to have a set pull list that's really small, really just streamlined is what I want. And I guess you're already cutting um, Guardians because Guardians ends soon, yep. doesn't it? Yeah. It's Guardians crazy. ends? Yeah. They're ending Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, it'll come back. It has to. Yeah, it has to. <laughs> well, no, no, Marvel, when a series ends at Marvel, it never comes back. Ever. They never renumber. <laughs> they never, you know, have three, four different volumes in the same year. It's one and done. One and done. <laughs> Refresh, you know, get that get that line, get those numbers back up to <laughs> seven eight hundred. So one, no, we're going back to one. <laughs> number one, four number ones in one year. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's a good, that's a nice wide breadth of resolutions. And like I said, we like to hear what you guys are thinking about doing different in nerd this year. Are you going to be expanding your combo pull list? What are you going to be collecting this year? How are you going to be collecting? Like I said, we'd love to hear from you guys. Just let us know. The nerdram at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Or Instagram. No, we don't have an Instagram account. <laughs> or Foursquare. You were supposed or- to start the Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the other one? The nerdroom.net, our website. <laughs> what, what, can you say that one more time? The nerdroom.net. That's perfect what advertising. What about MySpace? We got MySpace. Yeah, we got MySpace, right? We're bringing it back? Yeah. Sanjay's in charge of our social media platform at this point. Going forward. Good luck, sir. <laughs> May the odds ever be in my favor. <laughs> All right. Now, we mentioned a bit of collecting here. And Troy, you've alluded to how you're going to be changing and how you're going to be adapting to your new collecting, to the hot toys, yeah. to cutting back on Marvel Legends. But I'd like to intrigue you with a few things here in 2018 for Star Wars collecting. See where you sit on this. Cool. So we've got the three and three quarter inch, the vintage collection, as I mentioned. Now this is a five POA collection. It's going to hit that price point of what we're probably seeing around eight to ten dollar mark. And the resuming from the original vintage collection, resuming the numbering at 116. And we know we're getting Ray, Kylo, a first order stormtrooper, Doctor Aphra, Jin Urso, a death trooper, Cassian Andor an assault tank driver, and a Hoth trooper. So a lot of these are repacks. So you're just buying the new card. Oh, so they don't look kind of like the original 
Kenner line, do they? No. So oh. they're very much exactly probably the Kyle that you're seeing oh, right here. Okay. First sort of Stormtrooper that you're seeing right here, but just repacked on the vintage card back. Oh, okay. Will that intrigue you enough to jump into the 3.75, the three and three quarter inch line? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, that's cool. I, no, I always come around here and I'll, I'll check out the, the three, three quarter. Um, it's, yeah, so it's basically essentially like what they did with the fortieth anniversary. Exactly. Basically, right? Exactly. The three three quarter line. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. And what did you say? The was it five points articulation? Yeah, five points of articulation. Yeah. So they're keeping in line with the original vintage series, the yeah. five POA. Yeah. But the sculpts are going to be updated to what we're seeing now. They're right. not kind of going back and. It's not like how they, they do with the kind of the Rebels where they kind of make them realistic. They're not trying to right. take Kylo and make it look vintage. Yeah. Although that would be fairly cool to yeah, do. Yeah, for sure, right? The and colors be, would be popped. Yeah, very unique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're going to be doing that. And I agree with you. This line is something that's going to be pick and choose for me. Yeah. I'm going to take definitely the Dr. Aphra here. And I, I the Death Trooper, I love the look of it. Oh, yeah. So I'll probably be picking these up, not in full waves, but just pick and choose as they come out and try not to get all in on it. Like I have all of these figures already. Do I need them on Vintage card back? Probably not, yeah. but maybe we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how they look, but definitely the, the Dr. Aphra, it's going to be very, very difficult to get, but it's going to be one I will be chasing this year for sure. I'll keep my eyes open for that. That'll be, that'll be pretty sick, man. I, you, you know what would actually capture my interest is... Um, a return to the power of the force. If there's if, 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 like the if buff, I'm, yeah. If I'm ever getting like a three three quarters, it's the buff. <laughs> I don't know why I love those GI Joe looking Star Wars figures, but I thought they were so cool. Looking. <laughs> yeah, they were ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But they're also the first ones I collected too. Yeah, yeah. So have that, that bit of a nostalgia. It's almost for for our generation. It's almost our vintage line exactly to a degree, yeah, right? For sure. So you hold some some of that nostalgia there for that. Like I have a whole bunch of them still on card back. Wow in a bin back here that I should actually get out for a recording one day. <laughs> like I have Leia and a whole bunch of others. And oh. that was, those like the Obi-Wan Kenobi was the first action figure I ever got. Wow. And so I, I'd love just taking it out sometimes being like, this is what started it all for sure. This is what started my star Wars fandom. So cool. Yeah. Which is pretty wild. So that's why I have a soft spot for the three, three quarter inch mm -hmm. line. And that's why I still collect it to this day. It just, it just, it hits me in the right spot. The feels so the black series. <laughs> We're both, I'm still loving this. You said that you're loving this oh, yeah. too. The sculpts are looking amazing. They are getting fairly good distribution yeah. across Canada now. I haven't really had a hard time finding anything this year. Knock on wood. Not this year, last year. But hopefully this year they continue that distribution. EB Games has been really, really going hard at the Black Series. And even Walmart has been doing really well. Toys R Us, they've been getting a lot of stock in recently. So we'll see how it does as we approach to Solo, a Star Wars story, having this big overlap of The Last Jedi and Solo action figures. It's the first time we're ever going to have a Star Wars movie six months removed from another and having those toys actually overlap. Because in the past, usually we have about a year of freedom of space between Force Fridays or Rogue Friday, between that September to September release. But now we have a movie and it looks like we're going to be getting all of our action figures dropping in April of this okay. year of 2018 the first run of the solo figures but we've yet to see even the end of the last jedi figures wave three wave four because we've still got dj that was revealed at i think at san diego comic-con or one of them here we had lando in the jabba palace disguise Ooh, that was yeah. revealed forlom dengar and array from actu so we have all these figures that have been released and also grand moff tarkin 
Isn't Rex in that line too? They redid Rex. Yeah, so he was in that. He was an exclusive. Yeah, I know Corey picked him up. Um, I think that was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive, if I'm That's not right. wrong, or Hascon maybe. Yeah, and then there's, there's another one because the uh, I saw it actually on Twitter today or yesterday. But there's another Rex that's coming out as a single pack, and they redid his head, so his head now has the the current technology of the 3D printing. Oh, okay, looks, right looks on. Way better. Like two more Morrison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah. they'll be re-releasing him as well. So it should be a little easier to get at least that one. Yeah, and yeah. like characters we're we're missing too in the Black series is like a Phasma from Force Awakens yeah. or from Last Jedi, Luke. Like not, we've got him in his Jedi yeah. garb, but the outfits that he wore. I'm hoping we get one with him with a lightsaber, whether it's Force projection, Luke. Right. Like that yeah. would be really cool. That would right? be cool. Or kind of the outfit that he wore on Act Two. Yes. So there's, and even if they went back and did like Jedi Master or Schoolmaster Luke or whatever, oh, right? Oh, that'd be so. And with cool. the green lightsaber. Yeah, and some green milk. Yeah, <laughs> making that face. <laughs> making yeah, that face. Green milk. Put down a card back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but and then, so also with the Black Series, I mentioned Solo, right? So that's coming out in May, May 25th of this year. Probably one of our most anticipated films. Somewhere in that list. Yeah. And Yak Face, they recently revealed that we have what looks to be the first case pack ratio for Solo. So this will be dropping sometime in April. It looks like we're going to get Han Solo, or young Han Solo, an Imperial Range Trooper, which I don't know what that is, mm. so a new trooper, uh, Captain Lando Calrissian, so we're going to get Donald Glover nice. in Lando Calrissian form. They're going to be releasing the Grand Marth Tarkin that was revealed, I believe, at Celebration Oh yeah, with okay. the Imperial Probe Droid, so nice. it looks really good, and a Death Squad Commander in the Jawa, so repacks from the 40th anniversary. Okay. So we're going to have kind of three brand new figures from the Solo film and three older figures or previously revealed figures and repacks and then lego looks like they're dropping at the end of april as well so that was released by brick fanatics there was a solo kind of poster with april 20th reveal on it and it looks like funko pop's gonna be dropping in early april as well so solo looks like the toys i thought it would be maybe more february if you kind of count back four months from the release date but it looks like april is going to be the big release for solo action figures and merchandising are you gonna be jumping into that yeah, I'll probably grab Solo for sure, and I'll get a, a Lando and a Targon. I'm definitely look forward to. I'm, I'm really hoping, at least in a second or third wave, we will get like um, the original Han Solo too. I hope they re-release that. I know they did already with the 40th anniversary, but yeah. I really gotta get my hands back on that figure again. But um, yeah, those those would intrigue me the most. I'm curious to know about um, what's his name's character or the actor. Woody Harrison. Woody Harrison. I wonder if we'll get a figure of him eventually down the road. Yeah, I'm hoping we get because only this is probably with three new characters or new figures. Like Han Solo and the Range Trooper are double packed in the case, but this is probably the the smallest release I think of a line. I can't remember what they released. No, they released quite a few for Rogue One as well. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if we get multiple ways, or they're going to try to cut back a bit on the merchandising here. Because that was one thing that was has been thrown out of speculation is that this is the reason why Solo is actually coming out in May is because the merchandising is all done. Like yeah. they've already signed the contracts and they've Sweet. already put the figures into production, right? And they yeah. can't say, well, pump your brakes, guys. <laughs> your, your second quarter is going to look awful because we're not actually putting this movie out. Right. And you can't do anything until the fourth quarter. So it may be a bit of that for companies that they're ready to drop this merchandise. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they've, they've likely had this for months oh yeah months and not years right yeah. 
And hopefully the Imperial Range Trooper is still in the film after Ron Howard's done. Because <laughs> wouldn't that be it? Constable Zufi or C2B5? Another action figure that I have that never made it into you the film. over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to Solo. I'm looking forward to the action figures here yeah. and, and collecting Star Wars. And it's, it's going to be a lot about the Black Series again, as it has been for the last few years. Pulled back on the Funko Pops, but like to pick and choose there. But really the focus is going to be on Black Series. Yeah. And Hot Toys for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that one. That'd be sweet to get a Lando Hot Toy. Oh, oh man. man. Donald oh. Glover. Yeah. Oh, man. And pick him up as Prowler later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Comic books, guys. 2018, you know, we've already made some commitments here that we're going to be looking at our pull list. We're going to be looking at comic books as to what we're going to be reading. So... Is there, is there anything you're looking forward to in Marvel or DC this year outside of kind of the, the mainstays, out of the Wonder Womans and, and kind of Guardians of the Galaxies for me? So what are you guys looking forward to in Marvel and DC this year? Um, for me, the big thing would be Doomsday Clock. Finishing up that story, it's a 12-issue story. They've put out two issues so far, so the last 10 issues come out in 2018. So that actually should take us up until October. So it's almost a whole year event, so... Really looking forward to that. I love Watchmen. Jeff Johns is a terrific writer. And to see the Watchmen and the DC Universe collide, it's it's iconic. I mean, we've seen everything in comics. We've seen Batman meet the Ninja Turtles. We've seen Transformers <laughs> meet He-Man. We've even seen Superman meet Captain America. Green Lantern and Star Trek. Green Lantern and Star Trek. Yep. Green Lantern and Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we've never seen the Watchmen and the DC Universe together until now. Except in our dreams as well, because that's something... We always thought of it was like you know who'd win Superman or Doctor Manhattan, Rorschach or Batman. Or now we're getting some answers, so I'm super excited. And the writing's been really well done. It's not just like a action story. It seems like Jeff Johns putting a lot of thought into this, and it's a really thought provoking story. So hats off to the, uh, Jeff Johns. It's a terrific run, and uh, looking forward to seeing it end. So Jeff Johns is doing Doomsday Clock. Yeah. yeah okay. He, yeah, yeah. So I'm totally on board because I really loved his his run on Justice League, uh, Dark Side Wars. So oh, I'm definitely so like, yeah, so I'll definitely pick up um, Doomsday Clock. Uh, for the Marvel side, I don't really know what has my interest so much. I mean, obviously I'm going to continue with Spider-Man, but it's kind of been lacking. Um, back to DC, though, I'm looking forward to Justice League. Eventually, Justice League is going to pick up a lot, and that's the book I'm really counting nice. on. Nice. Yeah, I can't Intel. wait for that. Yeah. Oh, and I should mention as well, DC, big, 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 big event. Superman issue 1000, Action Comics number 1000. For real? Yeah. 1,000. Uh, issue 1,000 is coming out in about three months. Wow. I'm going to pick that That's up. That's going to be huge. Yeah, right? Wow. The first comic book ever to get to 1,000 issues. That's insane. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hats off. Action Comics has lasted. Superman is still a top dog, despite what Warner Brothers and DC tries to do to the character. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're, you're slowly leaning more on this side of the fence. Yeah. <laughs> Superman, to me, is the original superhero. Without him, there would be nothing. What year did he first come out? Like 36, 37? Something like that. I think that. two years before Batman. Batman was 39. Yeah, he was... He so was there, like 25 years before Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. like Because Spider-Man should be climbing up towards 800 soon, right? Yeah, he's like 789, 790 right now. Oh, yeah, so that'd so. be a good pickup. Yeah. Because I remember when 700 came out. Yeah. That was a few years and ago. And just before Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So Crazy. we were going to have to all pick up that, and we need yeah. to do like a huge Superman loving. Definitely. That'd be cool. He needs it. Oh, yeah. 
big sure. big blue's been feeling a little blue lately you know batman's been stealing his thunder this new guy on the block captain america thinks he's, like he's hot shit <laughs> <laughs> because he can smile (laughs) (laughs) and he's got red underwear (laughs) (laughs) all right for for this year from our already said i'm gonna cut my pull list or re look at my pull list and get it down to four or five comics but there is an event that is starting actually in february here it's called infinity countdown and they're doing it's infinity countdown prime drops it's a one shot that drops in february which is meant to be a prelude to this and there's infinity countdown a five issue miniseries that is starting in March. And this is likely to coincide with an event that has yet to be announced in spring of 2018, which will run alongside Infinity War. So tying like at least the theme alongside of this humongous movie that's going to be coming out in May, May 4th, actually. So I'm looking forward to that because I've always liked the idea of the Infinity. And this is supposed to, again, have the same sort of vein as the Infinity Saga that we've seen in the past with Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity Crusade, Infinity War, and Infinity that we got in 2013. I said Infinity a lot. (laughs) Take a shot every time Tim says Infinity. (laughs) But I I like that because it seems to be picking up that thread, that Infinity thread with Thanos, with the Infinity Stones. We're seeing them teased now in a few books like Logan and Gamora and Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain Marvel as well. So they're, they're teasing the whereabouts of the Infinity Stones, even though they were destroyed at the end of Secret Wars. But anyways, I like the concept, always like the concept of the cosmic, and this is going to be a big cosmic event. And I'm really looking forward to this one. I'm hoping that they nail it. I'm going to pick up this book next month that is looking at the, the prelude, the Infinity Countdown Prime. So outside of what is inevitably going to be a relatively small pull list for me, I'm going to be jumping into this event. And this event has got me re-excited for the idea of events at Marvel again because it is pulling on a thread that I really enjoy and that's the cosmic end of things. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Will we see uh Warlock pop up in that one, you think? I'm hoping so. Yeah. He he popped up last time he popped up that I'm aware of was briefly in AVX in one of the tie-ins. Was it that long ago? Yeah, that's the last time I've wow. seen Warlock proper. And yeah. before that, like the Phoenix Force brought him back to life for like an issue. Right. And then he was killed again. Wow. So I don't know if he's popped back up in any of the Guardian stuff as of late. I don't think so. No. But with him being teased at the end of Volume 2. Yeah. And there's a toy of him released. Yeah, well, exactly. So that. we we might start to see him, and you know he's a big player in Infinity Gauntlet as well. Yeah. And so whether or not he's going to have a place in Infinity War or the follow up to that film, who knows? He looks like he's going to be probably more of a Volume Three Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three character, but you never know. Thanos and Infinity, or Thanos and Warlock, almost go hand in hand. So it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if we saw him starting to pop back up and trying to get people into the idea of who Adam Warlock actually is before going into a big film like Avengers 4 or something like that, or Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So, lots to look forward to in 2018 with just collecting comic books. But the one big thing that we're going to focus on today, actually, is counting down our top 10 films, most anticipated films for 2018. That's something we did last year, and we just went through on a previous episode in our 2017 review, and we had to look at what our anticipation list looked like one year prior to actually watching all these films. And it was cool to see how it evolved and how it changed based off of how these movies delivered for each one of us. I didn't finish with Last Jedi at the top of my list. And Troy's <laughs> list was wildly different than the one that he had originally anticipated for. So it's going to be interesting to see how 2018 looks because it's another huge year 
for comic book movies and for movies in general. There's a lot of big blockbusters, a lot of franchises picking back up their reins and running with things. So the likes of Jurassic World, Deadpool, we got a Star Wars film coming, Infinity War, of course, Spider-Man, Aquaman. So there's a lot of big films to drop in 2018. And one other thing that we're going to do here tonight as well is we're going to have a little bit of fun with the box office. It's something that we talk about quite a bit here on the Nerd Room. We like it. We're kind of intrigued by it all. And we're going to be doing just a little bit of a pool, a fantasy draft for films. So we're going to be drawing numbers here. Actually, we did it just before the podcast and I lost. <laughs> and we're going to be drafting films. And what we're going to do here is throughout the year, as these films come out, we're going to be keeping track of the box office tally. And whoever has the biggest box office total at the end of the year is going to be the winner. We haven't decided on really what the prize is. We usually do beers, but Sanjay has really pushed the limits here of bets by committing to Chewbacca costumes. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe maybe we'll throw that in there. Maybe another poll. We had a lot of fun doing the yeah. poll this week on Twitter. Maybe we'll put what the reward or punishment may be. Oh, it's like Big Brother. Yeah. One of us gets voted <laughs> off the island. Exactly. You're on the podcast. <laughs> so it, it's the kind of format is we're going to do a snake draft no movies can be repeated, and we're also going to take out Infinity War. Well, can we add it back in? Because I got the first pick. So. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> so it's going to kind of be how we're going to set this up. And first, we're going to count down our top 10 films, and then we'll come back and revisit this. But it's going to be kind of something fun to keep track of as we go through the year. And we're going to have Dark Horses in here. We'll be pulling for certain movies, maybe doing repeat viewings just to try to give that extra $25 <laughs> into the film to try to get that, that box up. Imagine we're tied and then one of us has to go to like the film and like, oh, I want my 25 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do that right at the end of the podcast here. But first, we're going to start by counting down our top 10 films. Now, we're going to start from the bottom and work our way up to our number one most anticipated film of 2018. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to run and we're just going to do 10, 9, and count our way up, each individually saying what film lies in which spot. And we'll kind of banter back and forth as to why a particular film is in that particular spot. So All to start right. things off, number 10, Sanjay, my man, what All do you right. got? So I'm going to the X-Men universe, possibly for the last time, Dark Phoenix. Okay. This is a movie, you know, it would be higher, but I just don't know what the future holds for the X-Men. I, unlike you two, actually kind of liked Apocalypse, but uh, it's a yeah. new director, same cast. and Simon Kinberg? Simon Kinberg. I don't know what to expect. He's been writing X-Men films for a long time. Yeah. He's a producer, though. He's a big producer. Rebels. He did, yeah, Rebels. Yeah. He's, done, he's in the Star Wars Fantastic universe. Four as well, unfortunately. Yeah, well, he also, I think he also had a hand in punting what's-his-name off of... Uh, uh, Josh Trank? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so said, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> be interesting to see how this does in the theater, and uh, I'm excited for it. Hopefully, a lot of people are as well. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, I guess going to me. Now, this movie is going to do well. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be incredible, but it's just pun intended there because the movie is The Incredibles. Yeah. So for number for me, number 10 is The Incredibles. I think it's going to be great. Or it's going to do great. I'm just, my flame's kind of burnt out. This movie came out quite a while ago, the first yeah. one. Yeah. I waited for a sequel for quite some time. There's a little snippet when we saw Last Jedi. Yeah. It's like a little, little teaser. Oh, yeah. yeah. It didn't really do anything for me. Incredibles 2, yeah. yeah. It wasn't Incredibles much 2. they showed us, and it's coming it out this much. year. It's coming out this year, but uh, I think it's going to make some crazy money. But for me, it's at the bottom. So it's number 10 for me. Cool. All right. Well, Sanjay, you and I are aligned here. I Dark Phoenix is my number that 10 as well. my man. Very much for the same reasons. <laughs> it's I have no idea what this is going to be. I kind of like the idea of how the last one finished. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the 
film, but how it finished with "Here's your '90s X-Men." Right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Revisiting the Dark Phoenix saga or story in itself, we'll see how they do. We'll see how they're able to translate this from something that should be fairly cosmic into something that looks like it's gonna be a little bit more grounded again. So I'm yeah. hoping that they're able to nail it here. Like you said, this is probably the last time we're gonna see this band of X-Men or this band of actors portraying these characters, and that's that's really it. Is that they had the right elements, I think, coming out of Apocalypse, and we'll see if they can put it all together. So that's my number 10. That comes out November 2nd. Does it make you feel old, guys, that the 90s is now retro, that they have to go back in and be like, oh, it's set in the 90s. It's so retro. Well, sometimes I think to myself, ah, oh, this came out in 2002. That wasn't that long ago. Oh, yeah, it was 16 years ago. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's what gets me. <laughs> yeah. The 2000s, yeah. early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Like, when I'm flipping through TV and I want to watch something new and it says came out in the year 2000, I'm like, okay, it's brand new. I'm like, oh, that's 18 years ago now. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> All right, Sanjay, number nine. Number nine, this is a movie that wasn't even on my list. Then they released the trailer, and I'm captivated. Spider-Man animated into the Spider-Verse. This looks great. The animation looks fantastic. I'm excited to see what this brings, and made its way on the list where I had it not even anywhere in the rearview mirror three weeks ago before the trailer came out. Yeah, man. It's... uh. I can't wait for this film. I, I, I got to correct myself, actually. When we first saw this trailer, I um, made the mistake of saying uh, Lord Miller is actually the director. And I thought he was, but he's actually the screen screenwriter. Oh, okay. He's doing the screenplay for this film. It's actually some other producers I can't or directors. I don't really know their names or who they are. But They come still. to us for information, Troy, and you mess that up. Like, how are we going to be credible in the future? He <laughs> just, just verbally printed a, a retraction. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> Your number nine. My number nine is uh, New Mutants, going back to the X-Men. Nice. Um, yeah, I think it'll be okay. It's a different take, right? This film is going to be pretty horror-like, yeah. Yeah. which will be pretty cool. But I don't really know much about the New Mutants when it comes to the comic books, except I, I love magic. I think magic is so cool. Uh, Klaus's sister. So oh. that'd be cool if they make that connection in the film, because Klaus's was a pretty cool hit in Deadpool. So I wonder if they'll... Connected to probably not because they never connect anything in the X Men verse. No, it looks terrifying. Also, it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the, the dude from Stranger Things. Yeah, too, right? Yeah, the brother, the brother. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that should be okay. So that's my number nine, New Mutants. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. Sanjay, we're aligned here again, man. <laughs> I have Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Are you copying well. my list? <laughs> I think I might be. Well, no, I guarantee the next one we are not aligned on. <laughs> but yeah, that comes out December fourteenth. It's late in the year, and the trailer is what got me too. I like like you. I had zero anticipation of this film. I was not looking at this to be anything, but it looks really great. And I'm hoping, like we said when we did a bit of the trailer review there, when we looked at it, I'm hoping that they focus quite heavily on Miles Morales and they don't rely on the Spider Verse end of it as much as I think they probably are. Right. That's my one fear for, it, and that's why it's so far down the list. Yeah. Is that I think the Miles Morales stuff is going to be good, but it may get bogged down with continuity building or universe building or trying to just throw everything into this at once. Mm. Like, are we going to get kind of like a spider Gwen and yeah. a Peter Parker that I don't really want to see? I want yeah. them to really adapt the Bendis run, the ultimate Spider-Man yes. run and just do that. Go from the death of Peter Parker into Miles Morales and yeah. continue that story. Adapt that first and then you can go into your universe building if it's successful. So, that's what I'm hoping for this movie. I don't think we're going to get that, unfortunately. Yeah. But we'll we'll see. we got a whole year until we see this thing. So I'm looking forward to it, though. Nice. Hopefully there's no reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> it's animation, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we're aligned here, Sanjay. What All is right. your number 
eight. My number most eight. Most anticipated film for 2018. Similar to Troy, New Mutants. Mm-hmm. I'm a big horror fan, and this actually looks terrifying. So I'm excited to see what they do with it. Again, this could be one of the last X-Men films we ever get. So might as well go out with a bang and try something completely new. And it worked the last time, two times they did that with Deadpool and Logan. So third time's a charm. There you go. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, and X-Men again. Uh, this is Dark Phoenix. For me. Nice, Dark Phoenix yeah. is my, my number eight. Um, basically, pretty much what you guys said on the last run there. I think you guys said number 10 it was for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I really like this class, this the, the the band of characters they have for this run. It's going to be pretty cool. I really liked Cyclops from the last film. I can't wait to see more of him. And I love uh, Sansa from Game of Thrones playing um, <clears throat> Phoenix here. So that's pretty cool. And I like the Entertainment Weekly that came out a little while back. Right. Showed, like, her in the flame and the Phoenix Force or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it should be pretty cool. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Well, my man. <laughs> I, I got me, got me some Aquaman here. At least he made your list. <laughs> you know what? This is another December movie, December 21st. Yeah. And we had a long time. And I'm kind of excited for this. I like Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe the character didn't get as much screen time or backstory that he maybe should have in Justice League. But yeah. being that this is coming out one year later... It's probably justifiable that they didn't do that much of it because he's getting his own origin story here. I think he's a badass. He's got, I think, a little bit of ways to go into becoming a household name like Wonder Woman or something like that. Mm-hmm. But this movie could really do a lot for Aquaman. And that's why it's number eight on my anticipation list. My man. <laughs> he had all the best lines in Justice League. It's some good ones. I dig it. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. I dig it. Or, Just like a bat. I still don't understand why Bruce Wayne was like, Oh yeah, I'm Batman, and he's just like wandering through the village, being like, "So you dress like a bat? <laughs> kind of weird, but I dig sure, it. I dig it." The characterization of Batman is not Batman at all in that movie. Like when they say, "Like oh, like you hated Superman, or you like him," and he's like, "Well, I don't not like him." Yeah, that's weird. I was like, "Come on, man, that's, Bruce Wayne would never say yeah, that." That's, like, that's weird. Step, step your game up, Josh Whedon. <laughs> all right, number seven. Yeah. All right, let's go to Sony. Let's go with Tom Hardy portraying a 90s villain, anti-hero, not Bane, although that would have been a much cooler movie, but we're going to get Venom. Yeah, see how this plays out. I'm so curious to see. This will either go one of two ways. Knowing Tom Hardy as an actor, anything he does, he's terrific in. Like Dunkirk, Dark Knight Rises, Locky. The entire film of Locke is just him driving in a car, talking on a cell phone, and it's riveting. So if he could do that and put me on the edge of my seat, Imagine with him, with the CGI, $200 million budget, playing Venom. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it didn't work for Sam Raimi's uh, Spider-Man. That's, <laughs> that's quite the budget. Yeah. But, um, but we got a better actor, obviously, playing Venom this time around. So, um, yeah, it, it should be interesting. I, I still just don't know where this movie lies. And I'm, I'm banging on the uh, the Flash Thompson run. I really want Agent Venom. But uh, I, I just don't know about this movie. I know Tom Hardy's committed. So if, if he picked this role, there must be something there. For him to chew on, right? So it's definitely not a throwaway role. Yeah. 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 Well, this one didn't even make my list. Yeah. Wow. Like, uh, it's it's so far. Like, I haven't seen anything. Yeah. I think they started filming in Atlanta. So you can see some set pics coming out online and stuff. But yeah. uh, And him training for the role, too. I, I, yeah. I just, yeah. I think my biggest hesitation towards it is, I just don't know what Sony's doing with it. That's like, I, don't, I don't know why they decided to put aside... This idea of the MCU. They just made a ton of money yeah. last year from Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Why didn't just pump the brakes? Like, I exactly. get the idea of doing the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. This is something like, fine. This is yeah. your Sony animation. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. your Completely different. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. But 
do you want to rush a Venom? Like, what if it doesn't work? And then Marvel's like, yeah, we're not touching that. Like, yeah. leave, we're not doing right. Venom, nothing. Yeah. And that might be the way that Fuggy goes with this whole thing is he might say, if you're doing that, we're not touching anything you do there. Yeah. Like, we're not going to have a Venom in this universe. Yeah, will be mentioned. That you can capitalize yeah. off of later on and could maybe get a franchise out of later on. Yeah. So I, that's, that's my biggest thing is I just don't know why they want to step outside of the MCU at this point. They went through all these struggles to get him, to get Spider-Man himself into the MCU. They did Civil War. He was really well received. They did a film and it was the biggest film, comic book film of the year globally. Yeah. yeah. And I think Sony took home the majority of the cash for oh, yeah. that. And not why not let someone just make a movie for you because mm-hmm. they want to string their continuity through, but they're going to give you all the money at the end of the day. <laughs> it's a pretty sweet deal. It's an awesome deal. <laughs> so, and yeah, that's that's my hesitation with, with Venom and why I didn't make yep. my list. No, yeah, it's totally agree. justifiable. And the only reason why I made my list is I love the character. I love the look. Uh, Venom to me has always been my favorite Spider-Man. Well, actually, Carnage has been my favorite Spider-Man villain, but Venom's a close second and... You know, maybe with Sony, this will be a little bit darker and we get to see um, Carnage in it. Cause, I think Carnage has to be the main villain. Yeah. Right? Or uh, I think Jim Carrey playing Cletus Cassidy. You've, that you've pitched cool. that a few times. No. I, it makes sense. I mean, he did play the Riddler in Batman Forever, so he does have the comic book uh, chops. You know who I think would be pretty cool is um is Ben Foster. Who's ben that? Foster. Yeah. We never, ben Foster, he played, this is a horrible example, but he played Angel in The Last Stand. Scratch that oh, though. Oh yeah, but if you yeah. Go back to uh, the soldier film with um with uh what's his name Mark Wahlberg. Oh, uh, Lone Survivor. Lone, yeah, he's Lone Survivor. Yeah. And ben Foster's in that. He's also in Alpha Dogs. He's the older brother. Yeah, he's a crazy, crazy. Oh, like go back to Alpha Dogs. And yeah, then he's good in that. Cassidy. There's he's Cassidy. in another film recently too. I can't remember what it was. Oh, and he's also with Chris Pines in um it's like a western like movie. He's just oh in the last year's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's it called? Hell or Hell high, high Water? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's great. Oh, he's, okay. he's a good actor. actor. He's yeah. great. I think he could be a really cool. He's he's one of those guys that pops in a movie. You don't know he's in it, yes. and then he's a supporting character, and you're like, yeah, it's like John Berthel. Yes, too. yeah. Like John, like he just shows up, and you're like, this guy's an awesome supporting character. Yeah. Like he's yeah. always he's always great. good. He's great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right, right. try my man. That's me right now. Um, what are we on? We're on seven. Yeah, uh, I'm going with Sicario. Sicario two. Nice. Um, I really like this film. This is your dude, the director uh, Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah. Uh, from Arrival yeah. and Blade Runner 2049. This guy I don't is think awesome. he's directing this. That's the only thing. That's why it's so low on my list because he's not coming back. Oh, okay. But we do get uh, Benicio del Toro back, which is which is great, and we also get um, Thanos and Cable himself. How do you? Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah. He returns in this film. Unfortunately, we don't get Emily Blunt, but that's okay because her story was pretty much wrapped in the first one. But man, I really like this film. I like this world, and I can't wait to get back into it. Interesting, yeah. I, I this doesn't make my list. It kind of slipped through the cracks for me, but I really love the first one. Oh, it's great! Such a terrific film. So I'm I'm intrigued. I really want to see this. Yeah, yeah. Del Toro's a bad bad man. After watching that film, he has, he has the lisp and oh. uh, he like works through the stuff. Or no, wrong wrong Del Toro film. Are you thinking of? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, he has a lisp in that one too. <laughs> His stutter. What? I like the stutter. <laughs> I liked it. And there's going to be a stuttering character in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, why not? Of course, yeah. Whitaker and Rogue One. Swim's a dream. Swim's a dream. All right. My number seven is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Oh. This comes out in July, July 6th to be exact. And I read recently, and I was not aware of this, and I still have yet to confirm this, that this actually takes place before Infinity War, even though it happens after or it comes out like sequentially after infinity war 
Interesting. Which okay. makes sense. Yeah. Because it would be very hard to peel off an Ant-Man and Wasp story <laughs> yeah. during the events of Avengers Infinity War in between that and Avengers 4. Yeah. Well, they did that after Age of Ultron. You remember when Age of Ultron and then Ant-Man was the next film? I think it happened after Age of Ultron, though. Like, yeah, it did. It happened sequentially. Because like, we see Falcon. You see Falcon, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. the upstate New York yeah. Avengers, and you also get their Spider-Man reference as well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two <clears throat> happened out of order as well, right? Like it happened just after Volume One. So their appearance coming into Infinity War is actually isn't right after. It's like several years later, I think. Yeah, it takes place. Yeah, a little bit after. So it's been 2014 to 2018, so four years later. Yeah, yeah, cool. Guardians, so that's why we have a bit taller Groot. Yes. Yeah, nice. but I'm looking for, forward to Paul Rudd and revisiting that character. He's, I just watched Civil War on the weekend. So good. It It is awesome. It's so good, that movie. <laughs> like, I watched in the last... I had some time as I was kind of moving and setting things up. I had... I watched Force Awakens, Rogue One, and Civil War in the last weekend. Nice. It's a good and movie marathon. Man, is Civil War good. The airport scene, man. It is unbelievable. And he's... And I... Like, cause I remember specifically thinking, like... Paul Rudd, he's only in this for a little bit, but he's really good in so that role. Good. Like I like when he calls Hawk, uh, Hawkeye Arrow Man. All right, Arrow Man, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. and he like shoots like it's so yeah. good. Well, this he's is your shield, Captain yeah. America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just awkwardly pats it to him. Yeah. And when, they, when he meets him, he's like, "Oh, you're a guy. I know you too." <laughs> he's, he's really good in that he's role. So good. Yeah, and um, yeah, picking up with the Wasp, and it, it's just gonna be good. She's gonna be in Infinity War as well. Yeah. So that's actually gonna be our first real introduction to the the costume character we got a lot of her in ant-man proper but it's, it's gonna be a fun film i think and i'm looking forward to it. it's gonna be another one of these probably comedic heist type films and it's gonna be really paul rudd-esque which gives another element to the marvel universe that you know it's never lacking in comedy but you have an actual comedic actor in that role at this point yes so it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun i think yeah, well, that's a good pick because number six for me is Ant-Man and the Wasp. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're, in, we're in lockstep here. I know, I know. It's pretty <laughs> freaky. Uh, yeah, for pretty much all the same reasons you said, this looks like a fun film. The first one surprised me. I think it was my favorite comic book movie of 2015. So it better than Age of Ultron? Yeah, actually. I think it was a better film. It was better... Uh, Age of Ultron has the grandiose spectacle and the action scenes were better, but Ant-Man, I think, was just a better film. We will be revisiting both of those in this yeah. year's MCU retrospective series yeah, coming out right before yeah. May. Yeah. And then I'll see. Maybe my tune will change. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So that's my number six. Cool. Yeah. My number six is uh, Pacific Rim 2. Um, again, it's a little lower because Gilmore's not coming back, right? Del Toro's not directing yeah. this one, unfortunately. Um, but hey, we got John Boyega in the yeah. role playing yeah. the, I believe, the son of Idris Elba's character. Yes. Yes, yes. Which is so cool. And uh, I, I, the scale, the, the stakes look bigger in this film. You get like a whole team of these, um, these I don't know what they're even called. Like they're... Um, kaijus. The kaijus. Yeah. yeah. The robots. What are the robots called? I think they're called kaijus, aren't they? That's the monsters. Oh, is that the monsters? Yeah. I, I can't remember what the... The robots are called robots? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Gundam <laughs> Wing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're called droids Ultron. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it just it looks really cool. The trailer didn't blow me away when we initially saw it. I think it was Ragnarok when they played the trailer. But I just like this world that they set up. And I'm, I'm a sucker for, you know, yeah, basically Voltrons taking on Godzillas. I think that's mm. so cool. So. Nice. <laughs> and I like the whole team perspective, how it's like two guys or two, you know, people, like, engineer these uh, these droids together, right? Yeah, it's um, a cool concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have the first one. I haven't seen it yet. So you're really? saying it's worth a watch? Oh, definitely. Yeah? Man. Definitely. All right, all right. So I got to... Mm. 
I gotta pick it up then. Yeah, well, he's, I already he's own a, he's it. A so sleeper, it's a surprise. Well, Charlie Day, he's come back too. He's the Is um, he? yeah, he's the kind of little weirdo in a lot of films. He's in Horrible Bosses and that. He's from It's Always Sunny oh, in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of uh, the lead. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. Yeah, oh, I was hey. thinking Green Arrow because he would make the perfect Green Arrow. Yeah, he's from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Awesome show. Yeah, so I've heard. So I've heard. and I, King Arthur. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's decent guys like... didn't make my list last year so <laughs> <laughs> alright my number 6 is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom coming out in wow. June 22nd yeah. number 6 for Mr. Jurassic Park himself yeah it's um, the trailer didn't wow me I, I like I've said before I love this franchise love it to death um, Like I, it directed me into my career more or less but I'm worried that it's fallen into the trap of a Jurassic Park sequel right. where they're trying to find excuses or reasons to go back to the island to run around and get chased by dinosaurs, by right. something newer and by something bigger. I would have liked if they really committed to bringing these, like they did in Lost Worlds, kind of, bring the dinosaurs to mainland, to the United States. Mm-hmm. And like I said, go back and revisit Gareth Edwards' Monsters, kind of an indie film he did before he did Rogue One. It's brilliant. That's how they should adapt Jurassic Park. That's all I'm going to say about that. But I'm looking forward to this film. It's going to be goofy. It's going to be a lot of fun. Chris Pratt's great. You're going to see dinosaurs running around. And hopefully it's just a good, fun movie. Nice. Unfortunately, this didn't make my list. But I am looking forward to seeing it. And I will see it opening day. Probably with you two. Likely. Yeah, well, not me. I'm, I'm not a Jurassic Park guy. But, no, really? But, you know, I think we were talking on the podcast a little while back, and I um, can't remember who pitched the idea, but it would have been cool to make it more of like um, like a District 9 kind of That's world what I was saying. Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. like uh, the Monsters. Yeah, and I think... Go like, so watch cool. that film. It's really it's good. It's really good. But yeah. that'd, be, that'd be so different, because we've seen this over and over again, yeah. this, this park of, yeah. of, of the dinosaurs and they let loose and whatever the case is. But I think it'd be really cool if they if they went the route that you mentioned and um, they're kind of living on equal twer- terms almost and then yeah, somebody oversteps their boundaries and then like a war breaks out between them. And then they them. vote and yeah. stuff. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and the Flintstones come in there. Oh, and that'd be amazing. Yeah. But, like, John well, why, Goodman why comes they... back. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do they keep bringing kids to these islands? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would bring, not bring my kids to Jurassic children. Park. Stop bringing children to these islands. No, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no need for it. No need for it. Tomfoolery. All right, we're at our halfway point with our list with the countdowns. Number five. Number five, Deadpool number two, The Deuce. Um, This would be higher if I knew Deadpool was coming back for a trilogy, but as I said, with all the X-Men films, there's an asterisk beside them, and there's kind of a dark cloud uh, besides uh, all the X-Men Fox films, because this could be the last time. So, you know, having that shared universe really adds to your excitement to see the film, because you're like, okay, well, that was cool. Let's see what's next. And this one, you're just like, okay, it's a one and done. It's kind of like going back to the 90s, you know, where it's just like the standalone superhero film. So for me, it's number five, but it easily could have been two or three. Yeah. You know, um, the last one, man, had some of the best marketing I've seen yes. for a film. And it's really been lacking here. And even when they do hit us with some kind of the marketing, it just doesn't hit the same way mm-hmm. as the last film did. I'm still not sold completely on uh, the cable look. I know a lot of people like it, and that's cool. But for me, it's still like I guess cable's kind of hard to pull off because you gotta make them look kind of realistic too. So you can't just make them this brooding, humongous yeah. being. Yeah, yeah, it just it just doesn't work. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm interested in the film for sure. It's uh, it's on my list actually, but um, I'm not crazy about it. But it is higher, obviously, than the other films I've mentioned. So awesome. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's it's on my list here too. 
And it does come out June 1st, so the marketing may have not picked up because I think we were used to it when it first came out. It came out in February, yeah, right? Valentine's so, Day. Yeah, so this time of year, mm. we were seeing the marketing in full form. Yeah. Right. And we are getting everything. And it was like this guerrilla rogue marketing. It was awesome. It's crazy. It and great. I'm hoping we've seen some of it. They did that weird... Um, painting one? Yeah, Bob yeah. Ross painting. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> and they had that family picture over thanksgiving of deadpool and cable and all that yeah. all domino all the characters yeah. there. so they're starting down a similar weird line but i'm hoping what they do with this film is there's an after credit scene where they fully acknowledge the buyout by disney yeah and like it's just deadpool getting in a taxi saying like i guess i'm moving now and they keep this franchise out. i i think they're gonna get a number three out of this no if this one does as well or even three quarters as well as the first one which i think it will yeah, they're gonna get a number three, and it's just gonna be a lot of fun because it's gonna be able to reference the MCU, but not really directly be in it. It's the only thing that can translate over. Yeah, I think out of all of the Fox universe, you could maybe get away with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yeah, and just pretend that none of it ever exists because that's what they do anyways. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think you can get away with that for Deadpool too. Yeah, I agree with you because because even before the bio, they've been doing it right. We saw the helicarrier kind of. Yes. Pop up, oh right? yeah. And we saw the after credit. He's like, "What are you expecting? Um, Samuel Jackson to show up?" Yeah. Like he, he calls all that stuff out, right? Yeah. So I it's think just gonna be more prominent. It'll be more of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So that's me, right? Um, wait, we're on five. Five. Yeah, yeah. we're on yeah. five. So my number five is Han Solo. Um, wow. I've never been crazy big on this film in the first place. Being announced, I, I think we can go so many other places in this world of Star Wars and um, coming off the heels of Last Jedi. I, I'm totally back in Star Wars, but I'm as a little let down, obviously, by The Last Jedi. So this movie goes a little bit lower for me. Um, I'm anticipating it, though. I think it's going to be okay. I just, I don't know. We haven't gone to trailer. We haven't really gone to anything. I think actually just today or yesterday, we saw something of him in a spaceship. Like, we finally saw, like, his hands, like, the gloves. Yeah, Ron Howard tweeted something out for the uh, for the New Year's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we finally saw something. Like a that, dragster but, almost. Yeah, but just the marketing, like, we need something here because it's been pretty shaky, this whole production, and I, I think we need more than just hearing that Ron Howard's back on track with this movie. We yeah. need some kind of image or something of Lando. Even, yeah, right? I've heard something's coming soon. Yeah. But, yeah, we need something to just finally put to bed all of... The unrest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of like, ah, I don't really know what to think about this film because I've literally not seen anything. Right. Yeah. And so we just need something. Just, we all need to look at Aldrich Einreich as Han Solo. Yeah. Like, I just need to see what he looks like. Exactly. And, like, I know Don Glover's going to kill it. Yeah. Like, he's going to kill it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, it's weird that's the most anticipated thing about this film for me is Donald Glover. Well, yeah. It's crazy because we've been lacking Lando in the new uh, yeah. tr- trilogy, right? So it'd be cool to go back and get him in his youth because that's probably yeah. him at his best. He's got to be coming in episode nine. You I think? hope so. He's got to be one of the, the... Billy D comes back? I think so. I hope so. He's got to be one of the people they're trying to call. Like, he, he's going right. to he's gonna end up... It just makes sense, right? They're down to, like, ten people in the resistance. Who do you yeah. call? One of the old generals from the rebellion, yeah, Lando Calrissian. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, especially because that movie is probably going to have some time that takes place after yeah. Episode Eight. So exactly. It makes sense, you know? Exactly. Yeah. All right, my number five is, is something that it's a bit obscure, especially on this list. It's called First Man. Oh, the Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong biopic. Cool. So this is by Damien Chazelle. So he's the guy that did Whiplash. Oh, man. Oh, La La Land. Yeah. So good. And this good. cast is incredible. Ryan Gosling's playing Neil Armstrong. You've got John Berthelon here. Jason Clark, who was in The Terminator. Uh, Kyle Chandler. Corey Stoll. Like, this is Whoa. a stacked... Like, there's no trailer for anything. 
and it's just about the moon landing. I'm that nice. that's like one of the the pinnacles of history yeah. for me. Like I the concept of it and just being a sci-fi fan and having someone actually go and step on the moon. Like I think it's it's so cool. I loved Apollo 13 back in the day when it was done and I have a feeling this could take a very similar form Ron Howard movie that I it just it has me intrigued. I've not seen a frame of it, but the cast, the director and the concept just looks absolutely incredible to me. This to me is going to be like one of those dark horse movies. It's just going to wow. play really well. So First Man is my number five. That comes out October first. Nice. Damn, that wasn't even on my list, but yeah. now I'm like, geez, I'm looking at what I can take out of here, <laughs> swap it. Because yeah, I'm, I love all these films from Whiplash and La La Land. Yeah, I, and I'm a huge Ryan Gosling fan. Yeah, um, me too. So yeah. and then Berthold, like we love that guy, yeah. right? So. Man, that sounds like a really great movie. I can't wait to hear the score too because yeah. this guy always packs a great score with his films. Yeah, and then this one's gonna really call for a great score. Yes, like yeah. it's just it has that it has that feel to it. It has like I, I don't know. There's something about just the cast and the concept and what they're actually gonna be adapting here that yeah. really really intrigues me. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be like some Oscar buzz right there. Exactly. Is like it that's what that's it's got that rattling around my head. Is yeah. that like you look at this list and it's very like you know, comic book movie. And then I, I had to throw it like, this is like we had Dunkirk. Like, yeah. I still haven't yeah. seen it, but same sort of concept, right? It's like, you look at it, you look at the cast, you look at the director, you look at the, yeah. what they're adapting. You're like, wow, this is going to be really yeah, good. Everything's there. Yeah. yeah. You think it's going to be a musical? No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Just like dancing around. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> All right. We are down on the home stretch here. Sunday. Number, gonna, four. number four. Yeah. Going to my boy, Steven Spielberg. He hasn't had a hit in a while, but why not bring everything that he made in the 80s and everything from our childhood together in Ready Player One? This trailer blew me away in the theater. I remember watching it for Last Jedi, and I leaned over to Tim like, there's Harley Quinn, there's the Joker, there's Deathstroke. So, yeah, this thing looks fantastic. Baron really vouches for the book, and uh, I think nostalgia is hot right now, and I think this will play well, and I think this is going to be a lot of fun, and... I think it's one of those movies that 3D will really do it justice. So I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, this looks just like an all-out CGI fest. And sometimes those are just a ton of fun. Yeah, no, it looks pretty cool. Um, you mentioned it, like CGI fest. It's kind of like what um, Avatar did. When yeah. they finally put you in like that the Avatar world, you know, they kind of had that that transition. And, and that's much like what this film's doing, where it goes from, you know, live action to 3D animation and the 3D animation looks pretty cool and the cameos you mentioned it, it's like your shirt that you got yeah exactly yeah. all these cameos in there like I saw Ryu and like Voltron I think and the uh, the car from, Iron uh, Giant yeah Back Iron Future. Giant yeah. Yeah. DeLorean like, oh, so that's so fantastic there, that's cool and I mentioned I like Cyclops from um, the new class in, in X-Men and he's the lead in this in this film oh and he was great in uh mud go back i think 2014 he, he's the lead in mud with uh, mcconaughey so this kid has acting chops so I, I i can't wait to see this film i think it's gonna be great is it on your list it's not on my list though uh, yeah yeah it's, it's yeah. not on mine either it's not on my list wow. but i've never seen the trailer because everyone was talking about it and i was like yeah. whoa this looks dope but yeah it's not on my list it, it made my honorable mentions yeah. yeah but i look at it and i'm just i don't know what it is i, I look i just not like I've heard really great things about the book too, but it just doesn't intrigue me enough more so than any of these movies that I've mentioned. I don't even know if I'll see it in theaters, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna need a really strong review from you yeah. to go see it in theaters. <laughs> Harley Quinn and Joker were in it. Strong review. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> go back to watch our Suicide Squad review, where yeah. I gave that a good review. Wow. <laughs> 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 All right, Troy. Number four. 
Yeah, number four, I'm with uh, Deadpool. Deadpool, number two. Uh, yeah, we pretty much went into it, so yeah. there's not much I can really say about it. But yeah, <laughs> Deadpool, number two, is my number four. Deadpool 2, number four for me cool. as well. We wow. don't need to expand on that much yeah. more. But yeah, I'm sitting in the same place as you. Yeah, man. Awesome. All right, number three. This is like the bronze medal if this was the Olympics. Yes, it is. Better okay. choose wisely. I'm going with one of the standouts, Civil War. There was a lot. Black Panther. Okay. So this claws his way up to number three. I like what I've seen from the trailers. Uh, I really like the actor. I forget his name. Chadwick Boseman. That's the man. Michael B. in there too, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, Angela Bassett. And... and the CGI guy. You finally get to Andy see Andy Circus. Yeah. Andy Circus is there. So, yeah, this is really intrigues me. I think this is going to do really well. I think this is going to be a surprise hit of the year. And uh, just like what I've seen from everything from this movie. So for it to be number three, it's uh, up there. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm right there with you. This is my number three, too. Nice. I can't wait for this film. This is going to be so good. The trailer is awesome. I, I Chadwick Boseman and Tom Holland were my standouts in uh, Civil War. So I just I can't wait to see this world of Wakanda. It looks so cool. So f- looks exactly what it should be coming out of the comics. Yeah. With a touch of that uh, Kirby flavor going on, too. Like, man, this, this is so good. And I can't wait to see, you know... Um, you know, uh, Michael B go up against Black Panther there. It's nice. oh, it's going to be such a good fight. And Ryan Coogler can film action in such a cool way. You go back to Creed, he can handle it. So I can't wait to see what they're going to do in this, especially with, I think it's the same fight choreographer as they had from, um, from Civil War and Winter Soldier, I think. Oh. So that'd be cool to see those two go it's at it. Gonna, they're going to be grinding nice. hard. Like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. It's on my list too. It's not yeah. number three, Yeah, but it's on my list. I think, I think you're right, Sanjay. I think this is probably going to be the Biggest breakout for 2018. I think Black Panther is going to become, is already a household name, but mm-hmm. he's going to come even more so in his own universe here. This film is, it's just going to do big, big things. And it's going to move the needle for this character just just the same way that Ragnarok did this year and Homecoming did this year as well. I think you're going to see this do the same amount of money as like a Ragnarok, like big money. And it, it's everything points to this being just an awesome film. Awesome I agree. Film. 100%. Yeah. But number, my number three actually is Han Solo or yeah. Solo, a Star Wars story. So I've got this up there. I agree with you. It's it, usually Star Wars films rock a bit higher on my most anticipated list. Last two years, they've last three years, actually, I think they've all been Star Wars yeah, films at the top one, of my right? list. Yeah. yeah. This one falls down to number three it has nothing to do with so much the Star Wars itself. Just, there's been a lot of the like we've we've mentioned numerous times, kind of the behind the scenes here. It's not a film that we've seen any frames of, so I really don't know what to expect. So that's why it kind of takes a little bit of a kick below these next two movies, which are by far and above the most anticipated. And I'll throw my number two out here because we just finished talking about it. It's Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. I think we're all in agreement it's going to be a terrific film. And the good thing is we don't have to wait long. No, yes. February, February sixteenth. Oh. Yeah, first one of the year. So yeah. bring it on. Yeah. All right, number two. This was a tough choice. This almost made number one, but Avengers: Infinity War was number two for me. Whoa. And uh, you know this film. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this film. This is gonna be the most hype film in years. Like this is gonna be, I think, Force Awakens hype. That was the first one, right? Yeah. 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 yeah this is gonna be like well, Force it's the seventh one. But... Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be huge Semantics. hype, and I think this is gonna be a terrific film. Obviously, it's number two on my list, and I just can't wait for this. It's, it's what ten years of build up. Do we finally get to see Thanos kick ass? And 
I I was blown away by the trailer as was everyone else, and there's no doubt in my mind this is going to be number one at the box office this year. 100%. If it's not, that's why we're taking out of the, yeah. yeah. If it's <laughs> not, something went really wrong with this film. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, man, this movie's gonna just ah, it's gonna kill it. Yeah, like you mentioned, we've been waiting ten years to see this. We get to see everybody unite except for the X Men and the Fantastic Four, but we get to see Spidey and Black Panther and Thor everyone and, and when i saw that that sneak footage from or the leaked footage right comic con i was already like whoa mind blown and then when we so got to good. see the real one man i just love it we're seeing thanos kick ass right off the bat in this trailer if we're seeing that in this trailer god knows what he's gonna do yeah him and his henchmen are gonna do in this film so i can't wait it's number one i mean come on like sports, <laughs> it's number one of my list. Yeah, yeah me too yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> i i kind of had a sneaking suspicion it would be but uh you know, what if this was coming out the same year as Force Awakens? What would have been your number one? My God, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's it's funny because let's reframe this. So there's Force Awakens versus Infinity War, or there's Last Jedi versus Infinity War. Oh yeah, easily. Um, if it's if it's Last Jedi versus Infinity War, I'm going Infinity War. But if it's, I guess I can say that now because I know though, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's very say. hard. The hype. Like, going the reason in. I the reason I put it that way is because you had ten years of absence of. Star Wars. Yeah. Before getting to The Force Awakens. So you have that anticipation level. Now you have 10 years of building into Infinity War. So you have that anticipation level. Yeah. To me, I think you still would have put, I would have put Force Awakens ahead of it, I think. Yeah. Because I, I've spent 10 years of watching MCU films. And so The Force Awakens probably would have sat up there a little bit higher. But now you compare it to The Last Jedi. Yeah. Again, we have a bit of hindsight here. Yeah. But I don't know if my anticipation level would have been as high for... Last Jedi, if Infinity War is coming out in the same year. Yeah. yeah, normally with those questions, I always tend to lean towards Star Wars just because yeah. I always feel like if I had to pick one or the other, I always have the comic books, right? I always have the yeah. Marvel comic books. Right. So I always tend to lean over to the Star Wars universe when it comes to the to the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. But, um, uh, number two here is uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man Into the nice. Universe. Spider-Verse. Um, man, I love Miles Morales. This, this character, I think it was introduced like 2012-ish, I want to say. I think it was. And... Um, like you, Tim, I, the only reason why I'm kind of nervous about this film is the fact is they're mentioning the Spider-Verse, and I think they need to get away with that. I think when it comes to this character especially, he can stand on his own two feet. 100%. You don't need to, to, to lean off of the other characters that's uh, that's come before him. You don't need Peter Parker in that sense. Um, so, But the animation looks great. I've never seen animation like this before. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned when we talked about on the podcast, like how it's like in and out of like the, the 2D style like animation that's going on. You know, um, the like, cell shaded. It looks like of. comic book panels. It really does. It looks so cool and I can't wait to see this film. And um, man, they have some great talent behind this. It just it looks cool. And this is, this is Sony. Like Sony's doing this. You know, so hats off to them. And I can't wait for this film, for yeah. sure. Yeah, Sony's been doing Spider-Man films for, what, 17 years now? So they've, Long time. They've yeah. made five of them, and I'd say three of them are good. So. Well, they, they made six, right? They made six as Homecoming, right? Oh, okay. So, then, so if I include that, then I think they've done four out of six. So they're batting at almost 67%. That's just that. They, they get a hard rep, but really, they've done better with their properties of Spider-Man than Fox has done with X-Men. Yeah. Really, right? So oh, totally. Yeah. It's just the last two, other than not Homecoming. But, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That that rebooted universe yeah. that didn't uh, land. I didn't actually mind Amazing Spider-Man. Like, yeah, the, the first like one's okay, one. yeah. Is this, yeah. For me, it's Sam Raimi's number three and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, Those true. Those were just yeah. stinkers. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number one films. Troy and I have already revealed that it's Avengers Infinity War for all the obvious reasons. You can go back and listen to our review of the trailer, and we're going to be talking a lot about Infinity War going forward here. You can expect that marketing machine to start ramping up here in the near future between the legends, the posters, the comic book tie-ins, everything we're going to get for this. It's going to be dominating the discussion up until May alongside Han Solo and a few other films here. But Sanjay. Spoilers. What's my number one? Mm. It's going to be Bumblebee. Bumblebee. I Bumblebee. Thought so. I thought no. so. It comes out the same day as, as, as that other one. Yeah, this but. is another uh, Bumblebee. <laughs> Well, he's not really a bumblebee as he's a bumble beast. You like that one? He's uh, really, really stretching there. <laughs> Aquaman, my man. Uh, the ride ain't over yet. The reason why this is number one for me is because I feel like if this film hits and does well, it'll give WB reason enough to stand behind the DC Extended Universe and, you know, take the failure of Justice League and go forward. I mean, if this film hits and is done really well and makes $600, $700 million, I think that WB is going to be like, okay, you know, we have a universe, we have characters, we have pillars, we can continue, we don't need to reboot. And I think Aquaman, for me, this is the perfect way to do it. James Wan, horror director, but he has done action films like uh, Fast and the Furious 7. He's done, he did the first Saw movie, he's done Insidious, he's done um, all like the good horror films that have come out in the last couple of years. The Conjuring as well. He did The Conjuring, yes, I was trying to think of that. (laughs) Uh, He created Annabelle and... uh, so James Wan can do no wrong in my eyes. He's slowly moving up the ranks to my favorite director. Wow. And uh, I love the guy and I love Jason Momoa. And the stuff is underwater. It's something that we've never seen before where we had this whole world underwater. I mean, it's that bubble. <laughs> but the only thing is, is that he says he's not doing that. Yeah. That's, that's the unfortunate thing that there's some misdirect between them, him and the Justice League studio because that whole thing that we're introduced to in Justice League, which we all thought was pretty cool. Yeah. He's like, that's not in my film. It's just yeah. an easy way to get dialogue where you didn't have to be underwater. Yeah. 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 So it'll be interesting to see how they do that. Um, this could be the best <laughs> underwater <laughs> film <laughs> since uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Yeah. They go underwater yeah, in that. Under Naboo, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. The gun So hopefully it's better received than uh, that. those. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. And I'm a DC fanboy, so sue me. <laughs> well that wraps it up for our most anticipated list i'll be documenting this and putting it on the website we will be revisiting this in about 51 weeks or so so i'm gonna make a commitment this year already to try to watch all of my most anticipated (laughs) i didn't quite get there in 2017 but it looks like it's gonna be an absolutely fantastic year for film watching and avengers infinity war Man, is that going to be something else? It's going to kick ass. It is. Bring it on. And that's why we're removing that from this new thing that we're doing, our box office fantasy draft. Avengers Infinity War is not allowed to be picked. Boo. Because it's like picking Wayne Gretzky or Sidney Crosby. (laughs) Just too good and too big. Yeah. (laughs) You would have been singing a different tone if you had this number three that I have. (laughs) I would be leading the torches like, no way we're including Infinity War. (laughs) What we're going to do, we're going to snake through the table here. So we're going to start with Sanjay, go to Troy. I'm going to do two picks and we're going to go back through. What we're going to do is we're going to pick films based off what we think their box office total is going to be. And at the end of the year, we're going to add up all of our individual five films, no repeats, and whoever has the most money accumulated in box office domestically. I'm going to say domestically, not worldwide, domestically. So keep that in consideration. So release dates matter. 
is going to win something. We're going to put a poll up to see what they win, or maybe there's a punishment for the loser. That's probably a little bit more fun to do. <laughs> yeah. Maybe be another, some sort of dress up. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Or dress down. We've got, like I said, <laughs> 51 weeks to figure this out, or just maybe under, depending on the release dates and how they're picked. So I'm going to document this as we go and try right. to avoid overlaps. But Sanjay, with the first pick in the first annual nerd room box office fantasy does a milk draw <laughs> all right so fantasy for, pool that makes more sense <laughs> i'll be like the nfl draft with the first pick in the nerd room fantasy draft team sanjay would like to select from hollywood california solo a star wars story <laughs> oh you <laughs> son of a gun <laughs> you shot first on that one eh? yeah well <laughs> the thing is this didn't make my list um but it still has the words a Star Wars story in the title. So to me, the minimum this makes is at least four hundred million in North America. At least. Okay. So I'm playing it safe. I think maybe, you know, this will come in at number two, but I'm playing it safe. Solo Star Wars story. Troy, you're on the board. All Pick right, number man. two. I'm calling out Disney here. I'm going with Black Panther. Marvel's oh, Black Panther. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a lock for me. Um Marvel has such a good rep going on right now. Everything they do is printing money. So, uh, yeah, I don't know domestically what this thing could possibly do. Do we have to give those numbers right now? No, no, no. no, no. Okay. no. Just You're just kind of saying it's going to do better than your next picks. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Black Panther. So Black Panther. Okay. All right. Now, I got two picks here in a row. You guys have taken my two top. <laughs> of course. Give this man a shield. <laughs> get Somebody get this man a shield. Um, that sounded kind of like a poo from the Simpsons. <laughs> I'm not good at impressions. So I well, guess, I'm perfect. Haven't you seen my Terminator impersonation? Yeah, that was great last week. By the way. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Please go revisit that if you yeah. didn't. It's not good. <laughs> I've never I just forgotten about that. Now it's back. It's fresh. Okay, I'm trying. I'm, I'm really, I'm really struggling here. I'm gonna take Jurassic World two. Okay, oh, yeah. safe pick. Good. good one. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to take. I really want to take. I don't know if I can leave. How many of these I can leave on here on the board? Mm, I'm gonna take Incredibles two. Oh, oh yeah, you, that's a good one. You jerk. Son that was that that's was up one. there for me. Yeah. You suck my battleship. <laughs> okay, Troy, you're up next. That's me. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool, Deadpool two for no. sure. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go with that. Did pretty good last last time around. Was it 2016? Yep. Yeah. Deadpool two. Yeah. No, I think he made over 350 million last time, and mm-hmm. sequels normally make more than the first. So yeah. I mean, this thing could do 400 million. I could see. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not inconceivable. Yeah. Let's keep with the superhero, shall we? Let's yeah. keep with the MCU. I'm gonna do Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, yeah. Man. Keep that one. And, you know, I like superheroes. I'm going to take my boy, Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Oh, I was yeah, wondering why. I was that. wondering why. You can, <laughs> you can have you that. You can have that one. Oh, okay, That's fine. I'm going to take back that pick <laughs> and choose something else. No, no, nobody wants them. Well, you know what comes out? <laughs> well, I was talking about release dates. Bumblebee comes out the same day as Aquaman. Oh, yeah? I did take yeah. that into consideration. And you know what? I think it might move. I think it might move it ahead of Spider Man. And because the film's going to be done by the time December rolls around. Yeah. And, I mean, they've already moved it three, four times. So what's another <laughs> what's moving another, time? A, <laughs> just cross it over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Bumblebee has that much excitement. I mean, the last Transformers 
tanked yeah. in North America. I guess it's North America. We're not talking globally. And Bumblebee is so not as popular as Optimus Prime. It's kind of a weird character. It's like doing a I think Cyclops. John Cena's in it, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, and uh, the girl from Pitch Perfect and Edge of 17, Haley Steinfeld. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Oh. Could play well in the sticks. All right, Troy. Is the that boy. me? Yeah, it's me. I'm going with my man, Miles Morales, Spider Man. Oh, yeah, man. Because this is this is animated. You're gonna grab those kids for sure. You're gonna grab all, of, you know, all the grown men like me that love Spider Man. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going with Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Nice okay, picture. now it's time to start picking some dark horses here. All right, mm. I think I got to get away. I'm gonna take Wrinkle in Time. Wow. The Oprah Winfrey film. Yeah, that's a good call. Those it's, kids. It's and it's also a Disney. It's the closest to the adaptation of a like a Beauty and the Beast type yeah, film. Yeah, that's right. And it's yeah. and the thing is too when you look at it, in the problem is March is insane. Yeah, like March the, the lineup. You get a Wrinkle in Time March 9th, Following week Tomb Raider. Week after that Pacific Rim. The week after that Ready Player One. It's March is packed. Yeah, yeah. but I think I gotta take something like this to. To make the to be a difference maker, it may be a, it may be an absolute bomb, but you who never knows. know. And then what am I gonna take here next? I'm gonna have to take this one's gonna be a bit more strategic, I think. Um, how much do you think Johnny Depp's presence in Fantastic Beasts is gonna affect that? Movie? <laughs> oh yeah, shoot! I haven't heard much about that. To be honest with you, how did the first oh. one do? It did I, I well. Think it did okay worldwide. Worldwide. North America, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, North America, the X Men gets that UK audience, right? But yeah. if you're just keeping it domestic. I think it'll still do over 200 mil. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to take Ready Player One then. Oh, Whoa. you jerk hole. You jerk hole. Now I'm not going to go see the movie. Just steal all your cameos. <laughs> huh. All right, well, you can play at that game. <laughs> <laughs> try up number four so we've you've got uh, yes. number four yeah. yeah i'm keeping it kid friendly here i'm going racket ralph oh, oh. yeah man i yes. knew i shouldn't have picked yes. aquaman i still would have picked aquaman <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i would have picked aquaman i could have been your last two back to back here and then we'll all do our final picks they to get right. your Second to last and last to pick in here, Sanjay. All right, so my second to last, I'm going to go a little off the board. Mission Impossible 6. Ooh. Henry Cavill, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Ah, it smells like a bomb already. Renner's there too, right? Jeremy? Jeremy Renner, yeah. The yeah. Red Man. Poor guy didn't get to take that franchise over. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the board. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah here, we're going to give it to you. Oh, sorry. The original actor wants to come back. <laughs> You're out. Pretty much. <laughs> and uh, my last pick, you know, I'm going to go something a little bit off the board here well not really that off the board. yeah well whatever i'm gonna go with venom oh let's just see what he does oh man the end of that smells like bombs yeah. <laughs> okay troy your last pick in the uh, box office finish draft uh this one's this one's tricky it's a tie between the two i'm gonna i'm gonna go pacific rim too though yeah, yeah i'm gonna that. go pacific rim. yeah I'm going to go with Pacific Rim 2, but I was going to say something weird, which was uh, Mamma Mia, number two. Oh. <laughs> I mean, be, it can, it's, it's a little shaky. It can grab that audience, yeah. but I'm sticking with uh, Pacific Rim 2. All right. I'm not, I got, I'm not left with a ton here. Maybe Fifty Shades Freed? <laughs> <laughs> nope. High, highest trailer count, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 
Um, so really for me at this point, the, the funny thing is, is that this year, other than Infinity War, yeah. there's not there's not a big December film. Like you got Aquaman, yeah, mm-hmm. and Bumblebee, and Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, yeah. That comes out on the 25th. Spider-Man is December, Yeah, Spider-Man right? is December yeah. 14th. Yeah. But I'm really now between Dark Phoenix and Fantastic Beasts. Ooh. Yeah. So Dark Phoenix didn't really... I don't see it doing well because um, Apocalypse didn't do great. No. It still did like over 150 million. Like you're still top 10. Where? But huh, so my, I really want to put Fantastic Beasts 2 in here. Yeah. But I just don't know how it's going to play domestically is the problem. Yeah, it's tricky. Is yeah. that because those Harry Potter films do really well overseas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the UK and that, right? So am I going to go out on a limb here? Are we missing anything big? Probably. I so, have one that I'm thinking, but I'm, I don't want to say because I don't want you to take it. Like, I'm, I'm almost want like, hmm. Mary Poppins, you're, you're done. Y'all. You're already done. You already got five. I know. So I don't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to make your pick first. Breakout. What's going to be a breakout this year? I don't know. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hmm. Robin Hood because mm. there's not enough of those. Yeah. It's a very original story. It's never been done before. I think it's going to be a huge hit, just like King Arthur was this year. Ugh. I'm going to go Fantastic Beasts, too. Yeah. All right. The one film I was going to choose as the baby between Venom and this was Creed 2. Because we haven't talked about that. And the first one was a surprise hit. And this yeah. one is going to have Ivan Drago's son in it. Yeah, supposedly. He has it, right? Is yeah. Michael Beagan back in it? He is, yeah. but Rocky's not directing it, and neither is Coogler. Yeah. That's, that's the... Is Stallone in it, though? Stallone is in it. Yeah. By the end of the general audience doesn't even pay attention to the directors. As long as Stallone's in it and Michael B's in it, people are going to go see it. Yeah. But I wonder how well that will... I don't the know. problem is, is what happens with these sequels is that you have a director like Coogler come on, mm-hmm. do something really good, yeah. and then they try to pick up the momentum and they forget about how much the director actually does for the film. Like, yeah. Michael B, I love the guy. Yeah. And Stallone, sure, he can hold his own in that role. Yeah, and yeah. if they're doing something a bit different with Drago's son, that's yeah. kind of a cool concept. Yeah. But can you do it without a Coogler in the driver's seat? It, it might be a bit more difficult. I, I don't think it's... It may make a bit of money, but if yeah. we're talking about big films here, yeah. I think for the most part, we've got them them covered i think i got a few more dark horses than i would have liked <laughs> um, dark phoenix surprising me didn't get picked i think that'll be a top 10 film i don't think so i don't think so you don't think yeah, it'll make top 10 no no i don't think so so what what are your guys predictions box office do you think it does over or under 175 mil what dark phoenix? dark phoenix dark phoenix opening weekend no 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 like total oh okay was like, <laughs> opening like, weekend hell no one would do 75. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's it'll do between 60 and 80, I think. Opening weekend. Yeah, oh, opening I th- weekend? I think, like, honestly, like, realistically, max, like, 85 opening. Like, I don't even think it'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're talking, like, like Winter Soldier open to that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I'm curious yeah. now to see where X-Men Apocalypse finished at the 20, what, 2015 or 2016? Was it 65 that one did? I can't Apocalypse remember. Was it, opening weekend, was it ninety or like it did okay, remember. like it did almost because it's right off the tail end of a uh, future days of future past. Such right? a good film, which was great. Yeah. So yeah. to kind of wrap this conversation up, what do you think will be outside of Infinity War? What do you think will be the biggest film of the year? Obviously, you think it's Solo, Sanjay. Absolutely. Do you I agree think, with yeah. that? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, he got that one. Even if yeah. it's a complete stinker, say it comes out and it's like it has Star Wars attached to it right yeah. like it's all be it'd be so front-loaded too right yeah. 
I, th I think it's going to do well. But if you look at the other, so the two areas that are crazy is March. And then once you get into May and into June, so you go solo star story comes out in May, May 25th. The following week you get Deadpool 2. I can't remember if I've already said this. I think I have already said this. Ocean's 8, The Incredibles 2, and then Jurassic World. So you've got back to back to back five weeks of blockbusters. Yeah. That are going to be chewing into solos. Like it's going to be so front loaded. Anyway. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. like 150 to two to 170, say, right. opening weekend. But your longevity isn't going to be there because you're going to yank all of your adult audiences away the next weekend with Deadpool 2. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be the fans, it's gonna be the repeat viewerships that's gonna get this up because none of these other movies are probably gonna have the rewatchability that say a Star Wars film does. Yeah. But they're still gonna be chewing into the audience all the way through four weeks after its run. So it's gonna it's gonna do well, but it's gonna be, have some stiff competition coming into that. So. Do you think those other films though should move? I mean, Deadpool two, if Solo is actually like a really good film, it's gonna bulldoze Deadpool two. Um, I don't, I don't really I don't think know. it can hold its own against Star Wars. Like, nothing can. No, nothing really can, but is Deadpool looking again for a very specific audience? Like, Deadpool isn't chasing over half or three quarters of the Star's audience, which is catering to the PG, right? Right. And this isn't a hard R. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're, you're taking a small portion away, the very, at the adult end of it, right? Yeah. 18 plus away from star wars go see deadpool 2 and some people aren't into that type of humor so i don't think you're taking a ton away deadpool 2 is it's like if you're putting star wars and incredibles 2 back to back or even jurassic world 2 yeah then you're starting to really chew into each other's audiences big time because they're very heavily overlapping deadpool 2 doesn't overlap with that much of it so but we're gonna be at the theater back to back oh yeah so oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to just tell everyone to go see Solo. Yeah. Like, I'm going to start promoting Star Wars. You're going to be wearing Chewbacca so. costume. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, that was a lot of fun, Such, I'm glad you suggested that. I look forward to seeing how this turns out throughout the year as the meter moves, as these box office numbers start to drop. We'll keep a tally, running tally, on the website, thenerdroom.net, just to see who's in first as we go into the subsequent months and the movie releases so actually, I'm really looking forward to this, and we'll throw the poll up online after the episode drops as to what the... I'm going to say punishment. I, li I like that a bit better. Punishment. A bit better. <laughs> <laughs> Should be for the loser of the first box office fantasy draft. I got it. Okay, the loser, whoever comes in last place, has to watch the movie Fantastic Four, like four-tastic, four times in a row. Or do non-commentary. Watch all four of the movies. Watch all four. Oh yeah, like the one that you can only watch on like on like YouTube. This, but YouTube. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then you got to watch the the two thousands, early two thousands. I like watch that. The Trek one. Yeah, yeah. It's that will be one, one of the things on the on the vote. Yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> all right, guys, that was a absolute ton of fun talking about two thousand eighteen. It looks like it's going to be a very big year for a nerd a very big year for us and we look forward to reviewing all these movies that we've talked about as well as getting into our nerd year resolutions and kind of following up with comic books collecting and everything nerd and if you guys would like to be a part of the show and let us know your nerd year resolutions what your most anticipated films are looking like and who you think made the best picks in the box office Sanchez fantasy drafts maybe we'll see you got the first pick so you walked away with solo there <laughs> let us know by emailing us at the at gmail.com you can hit us up on our facebook our youtube pages 
You can always grab us on Twitter. We're always kind of hanging out there. Our handles are at the end of the episode. And you can always hit us up on the nerdroom.net as well, where we're posting articles periodically about things we don't quite get to on the podcast. Now look out for announcements on our next new podcast, The Nerd Room Detours, and when we're going to be dropping that and what the format is going to actually looking like in the next coming weeks. We're also going to be picking up our MCU retrospective series coming up here in the next couple of weeks with Iron Man 3. We've just started watching that, getting into it, doing the research. So we'll be putting that episode out in the near term. So look out for that. It's going to be a fun couple weeks in the nerd room here. We've got Rebels returning at some point here. And so we're we'll picking back up the show. We've got to catch up with the last few episodes as well. We plan on dropping that episode as we drive into the mid-season, the end of Star Wars Rebels by doing the last few episodes that we have yet to get to at this point. But we will get to them and we will review them. A quick question here. What will we get first? A trailer for the new half of Rebels or the Han Solo trailer? New half of Rebels. Okay. <laughs> I'll say Han Solo trailer because I have a financial interest in Han Solo now. It's my new favorite so movie. Just now committed to Star Wars. More so than ever. <laughs> I do not want to watch those Fantastic Four films. <laughs> Alright guys. For our 2018 most anticipated episode and for the Nerd Room. It's been an absolute blast guys. And that's about it. Yeah. So, I'm Tim. Happy New Year, I'm Troy. And I'm Sanjay. And thank you very much for entering the Nerd Room for the first time in 2018. And we look forward to having you guys here throughout the rest of the year. We will see you next week. Right ain't over yet. My man! <laughs> <laughs> this has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, and Sunjay on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sunjabby. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. Don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts in the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadron Podcast, Skyrim's Podcast, and San Diego Sabers. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SW Commonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.